on this episode of Movies from My Life, Wonder Woman. Okay, hang on. It's okay. It's what Brandon is trying to say is that on this episode of Movies from My Life, we're going to discuss the current uh, Wonder Woman film that you can watch in theaters. It's okay. Just go pick a cake. Okay. This is Abdullah. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Um, sorry, go on. This is Brandon. Hey. And I'm Paula, and we're talking about Wonder Woman. Yes. Initial thoughts? Uh, I guess I'll start. I, I liked the movie. I thought it was really well done. Uh, the 3D was pretty pretty good. Um, it's cheesy as expected. It's a it's a you know comic book superhero movie. But uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was. Um, that it was fun and also, uh, I don't know, just exciting all the way through. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. Cool. For me, I, uh, I, I really dug it. Um, we talked after the, the BVS panel a little bit about how I, I fucking hate everybody's kind of theme music, the way they're doing it in, uh, in, in the DCEU. But I, I just love that Wonder Woman theme music. I just I loved it when it showed up in BVS. It's my favorite part of the film. We talked about that, and and I I same kind of moment happened in this flick. Just hearing that music, uh, it was like a goosebump moment for me. I uh, visually a lot brighter than than the other flicks, which which I loved. I loved kind of the magic of the mascara, the way they did that, like you talked about off air, Abdullah, and uh, and God, like you know. Robin Wright was just fucking killer in that first act. I absolutely loved her character. Mm. So yeah, she was definitely a stand up for me because I, you know, I love everything she's in. Obviously, House of Cards, yeah. Moneyball, Forrest Gump. Like, this is this is a lady that we've grown up with, and I love her and everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I loved it. I actually had not followed uh, the comic books in my in my younger years, so this was somewhat of a fresh introduction. I had. Um, fresh eyes, I guess, with it. I did read a little bit about the history of uh, what the Wonder Woman comics and uh, all the different uh, versions of Wonder Woman that have come along the way. But I found that it was a it was a pretty cool film. I love that it was very uh, there were real people in it. The people looked real to me, and I was worried that they would be too polished as you normally see in women in Hollywood movies. Yeah, just like everyone, mm-hmm. perfect uh, yeah. perfect figures, perfect yeah. skin, exactly. perfect everything. And, right. The skin, exactly. Yeah. And just some of the older women in, you know, some of the older women who were uh, in, I can't say Themyscira without yeah. joking <laughs> yeah. on that word. So some of the older Amazons, uh, they looked great. And they looked like the age they're supposed to be, uh, as opposed to other films where that's not the case. Yeah. Fair, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd agree. It's um, it's like it shows that they're elders, that you know their age. So that was kind of cool. And they're strong. Yeah, yeah. They're not older, frail women that need to be uh, injected with uh, yeah. fillers, right? Yeah, they're or still... like rely on men for whatever. I mean, you exactly. Know, it's pretty cool. I also mm-hmm. liked how they tied in kind of the some of. Just to a certain extent, some of the classic Wonder Woman lore, along with kind of the newer version, you know, like New 52 reboot and this sort of stuff. Like, like I like that she had both the sword and the lasso. I like that she mm-hmm. was flying by the end of the film, this sort of stuff, because I always 
for example, even as a child, I remember very, very clearly a memory, a very specific memory where I asked my mom, why doesn't Wonder Woman fly? If Superman really? could fly, why, do, why doesn't Wonder Woman fly? Because hmm. I remember my mom explaining Wonder Woman to me at age like five as being like, mm-hmm. well, she's, she's like the female Superman, which isn't exactly true. Mm-hmm. But, it, it, you know, it's a good way to explain it to like a six or seven year old yeah. um, who's reading comics that ha- you know i admittedly i never read a lot of wonder woman comics um although i had some given to me but but obviously like all the justice league crossovers she's a founding member of the jla and uh this sort of stuff so i remember that conversation and me being like but then why doesn't she fly yeah mm-hmm. you know and this sort of stuff and then as the as the comics have matured it's so interesting to see say for example her her overpower Superman and like take him down and this sort of thing. And I, you know, embracing the, the new lore in terms of her being the daughter of Zeus and this sort of thing is, uh, is really interesting. I also, I like, I like how they telegraph the whole God killer thing, because that was one thing that if they, the only one that shouldn't know exactly what she is, is Wonder Woman. We should mm. all, as the audience, know, okay, right. well, she's the god killer. Yeah. yeah. Like, from the opening, she thinks it's this sword, which is mm. so fucking cool. I love that she has a sword. I love the comics when she has a fucking sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and it's uh, sort of telegraphed for you by, mm-hmm. um, like, her mother and her aunt talking about, you know, sh- should we have told her? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, it'll make it easier for him to find her if, if we do that. So, yeah. yeah. And, and it was cool. Uh, in terms of the flying that she's flying by the end, uh, I thought it was really cool that she sort of grew into her powers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like she, she sort of, you know, we already knew she was, a, she was great in combat, whatever else. But yeah. by the end, she was a superhero rather than just yeah. uh, an expert, you know, uh, mm-hmm. fighter, whatever else. So He's that was, was really cool. Them as she yeah. Goes, it was, right? it was awesome. Like she, you know, we see her, growing from from a from a little girl mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but even when she's you know leaving the island she doesn't know the extent of her powers and she doesn't know that she's the only one who can defeat this you know um uh, defeat Ares. yeah mm-hmm. so that was that was really cool that she learned all this and by the time she learns that she's the god slayer and not the sword um you know finally she's she's grown into her powers fully well, she's oblivious to a lot of things as the movie goes along. Like, for example, yeah. she's oblivious to her powers, mm-hmm. and she's oblivious to the way that she's seen when she enters man's world. Mm. Right when she's in that room, and they're you know everyone's freaking out because there's a woman in the room. She doesn't understand why it doesn't it doesn't process to her that there's anything different or anything's going on. And I think it's kind of a cool nod to what's happening right now with this film people's reaction to oh it's wonder woman there's so much of a uproar and uprising and everyone's got an opinion on the fact that it's you know a female superhero it's such a big deal there's all these women only screenings but in the movie kind of nods to that like she she doesn't see herself as different at all because she isn't right she's i mean she grew up in this uh society of just women but Mm -hmm. she's entered this now and she's She's like, what? What difference does it make to me? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just a person who's trying to do what's right. <laughs> and Chris Pine's character doesn't treat her any differently either. He's no. kind of explaining to her, like, you know, it's it's a thing. It's just how it is. Don't worry about it. Let's just go. Yeah. He treats her like everybody else. There's he sees her as an equal, which is great because that that's exactly how you want to see it. May I just throw in that we should probably put up a spoiler alert before we go any further? Now that we've yeah, gotten past the initial thoughts. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
So if you haven't watched it, probably don't listen on until Stop you <laughs> start, just skip start right here. to the end where we talk. Glad about you got all us the things. download. Yeah, <laughs> happy with that. Go but, to the movies. Yeah, go to the movies. Back. Come back. Yeah, listen to this on the drive home. <laughs> um, Paul, can I can I ask something? We, we kind of talked about this before as well uh, when we went to see it, and mm-hmm. I really liked even as. Even, you know, once uh, Gal Gadot, you know, is, is Diana, you know, it's, you're not following the, the little girl Diana anymore. Um, I love the, the moment when they're, when they're using, uh, when they're training mm-hmm. and she first uses um, that kind of like sonic wave the, the power yeah. with her, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Her, with her wrist things. Yeah. Braces. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that moment because it's, it reminds me of, of how kids interact like when they don't know their own strength and then yeah. you know you hurt your little brother or sister and then you're like oh no and like you immediately want to apologize sorry, sorry yeah <laughs> you know even 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 the mother and the aunt are like who, who they, you know are involved and they're like nope just just wait just go you know kind yeah. of thing like yeah and it just reminded me of like an angry parent i thought that was <laughs> was so so perfect like so, such a nice nice stroke mm-hmm. yeah of of emotion in the character because you could see her immediate remorse so that she's constantly kind of fighting to not not lose it because as much as she wants to use all of this power she also wants to keep in control of it you know even if that's the first time she did it mm. she didn't immediately just start going around like woo yeah, she's yeah. almost scared by. Yeah, she's almost scared by. Oh man, I have this power now. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, during her whole training, the whole thing is you're stronger than you think. You're stronger than you mm-hmm. think, and you're like, yeah, you know, she's stronger than she thinks. And then she realizes that, oh shit, you know what? Yeah. I am stronger than I thought. What the <laughs> frick was that? Oh man, the hell did I just do? Right? Yeah, what are those fear. braces made of? Because she like, <laughs> they're indestructible. Everything yeah. with yeah. Just stops everything with them. Bullets yeah. and yeah. even in BBS, she takes that fire, full yeah. blast. Yeah, it's it was uh, that moment. I agree was really. I, I think it was a it was a very important moment in terms of character development because it was like, oh cool, she's she's realizing that she's got more power than she's ever thought she had. Mm. It's like oh okay, I have more than just being able to fight really well. Yeah, um, yeah, so it's cool. The woman's only screenings. Can we talk mm-hmm. about this yeah, just yeah, for a brief for sure. second? I actually hadn't heard about that. Yeah. No, the ones in America um, really kind of piss me off when I when I hear about people protesting this shit. Yep. Because protesting the women's only screenings. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because they they so say for example like the one that I think was in the south. I think it was an Alamo Draft House, if I'm not mistaken, and and then uh, it. It was a situation where they had two screenings at the same time, and one you could just be like anyone, and then one was like a ladies only, and it just mm-hmm. bothers me because it's. You said it, Paul. You're like this isn't this isn't segregation. No, exactly. This is like going to a ladies' night. Yep. At a yeah. club or something like that, right. or you know, going to a, there's there's men's only clubs. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's. What it is is it's a marketing tool for a movie. Yes, it's no, it's no different. It's an opportunity to put people in the seats, and you you can't fault a company whose goal is to make money um, for exploiting right. an opportunity yeah. to yeah, do that. Absolutely, that's exactly this it. isn't this isn't you know a statement film like the. Mm-hmm. Y- 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 
this is a superhero movie. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a it, celebration rather than like a uh, you know. Uh, it, there's no like misandry here. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's just a it's, it's just it's a celebration. And like, mm-hmm. if there's a women only screening, I don't see what the issue is. No, I, I, and the thing with the thing with the people who will protest this will be like, oh, you guys are so uh, you know, you need your safe spaces or whatever else, and it's like. Why are you offended by everything? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're the one who's bitching about this. There's mm-hmm. no issue. Like, Aquaman's yeah. not going to come out and them have, like, amphibian-only screenings <laughs> or something like that. Like, it's, it's not... True. It's frogs it's, and... It's, it's an advertising mm-hmm. methodology. But uh, at, the, at the same time, you were talking about one in, in Belgium that completely... Yeah, it's is insane. I was reading this article that apparently there was a women's-only screening in Belgium, and they gave out uh, gift bags, and they thought this was a great idea. I don't know who the hell put these gift bags together, and I swear, it if it was, wasn't Warner Brothers. If it was a joke, it'd, be, was it? it'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I can imagine, but oh, I, yeah. I'm not going to say. There were uh, dish sponges. Oh, Jesus Christ. Di- yeah. Diet pill pamphlets. Chocolates. Various candies. But, I mean, dish sponges. Jesus Christ. Yeah. If it was, That's I, empowering. I, I know, right? And the Come thing your is, role. Wonder Woman 2 back in the kitchen. <laughs> right? Know your role, yeah. It was not Fuck a joke. Jesus Christ. They really thought that, well, it's women, so let's give them things that women want. I mean, that's mm. terrifying that this still exists. Yeah. Now, if, if it well, were some sort of Belgium, a joke. Where you're like, ah, oh, it's progressive and forward thinking and liberal, but mm. nope. <laughs> Not the man who put these bags together because you know There's it wasn't a, a woman. Sandwich maker. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a fresh knife for when you make a sandwich. Don't right. cut yourself now. Manicure so set. Silly. Like, what the? Yeah, yeah it's nail file. Yeah, set. right. Oh, now, if it had been a oh, joke, it came with a sword and a, and a shield. No, 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 not at all. Put, like, put, you know, put some tampons of truth, in maybe? there. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Oh jeez, that's that's this disturbing. This was brought to you by uh, PMS pills, like <laughs> oh, might all, yeah, exactly, yeah. might all pills and tampons, extra oh, strength. No. Yeah, it's it's terrifying that this exists. But you know, it's funny, you, like what you mentioned earlier. There, you know that they were going to do the female only screenings because they're totally going to try to profit off of the movement of women. They're like finally empower. You know, yeah, that's been going on for a while, and and that's fine. But they're totally trying to make money off this. Yet you got these. people people who protest these women only screenings but you don't see them these are the same people who protest against women's rights like they're not protesting yeah. men only things well they don't they're, they think that it's like a zero sum game where yeah. it's like oh if women get rights then you're taking rights away from men it doesn't work that way yeah. like you can all have rights it's fine <laughs> like stop <laughs> like stop this like yeah. oh uh, we need me- more men's rights activists and like yeah there's issues that men face but like that doesn't diminish what women face yeah exactly. it doesn't it doesn't mean their their problems are any less mm-hmm. i don't understand this mentality that it's like us and them where... let the people who want to go to these women's only things enjoy it yeah yeah it doesn't make it seem it's not like you're saying that the men aren't important or they don't deserve to see the movie or you're not excluding them they can go watch you know the regular screening sure. yeah you can take your girlfriend it's fine mm-hmm. but like if your girlfriend wants to go with her friends and make a night of it. That's cool too. Like, what's the issue? Mm-hmm. Why are you complaining? Get a free dish sponge. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That, <laughs> I, I can't pill. believe that. No, scary. <laughs> diet pills. Jesus. Well, how do you guys feel about um, the whole, the basically the impact it's had on the whole 
it's directed by a woman. It's about a woman. Like, do you find that that's kind of overshadowed the it's fact that it's by a men. Yeah, it, well, it is written by men. But just have you noticed, do, have you found that that kind of movement and reaction has overpowered the fact that this movie is, is a about... Movie yeah, it's, it's a good yeah. movie. Yeah. It's about a superhero. It's stopping some people from seeing it. And it's mm-hmm. encouraging others to see it. And it, it, it's this weird thing that's happening where you're you're, you're ending up with a lot of the... The people in the seats not necessarily being your target demographic, like they're not going to be the ones watching this film 10 times over when it comes on Netflix or or this sort of thing. They're not watching the other films that are going to come out either. Yeah. They're only coming for that. Well, generally speaking, I've found that like people who will boycott things uh, generally weren't going to be the ones to watch them or pay attention to them anyway. You know, like, I don't know. Like, every time I see this and I'm like, well, I can't think. I can't think of the specific example, but like, let's say you know, uh, whatever comes out and these people, Ghostbusters, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna boycott this movie, and it's like, were you gonna watch it in the first place? Yeah. Are you only boycotting it because it's a, a, a movie made by a, like it's, it's a women's movie? Mm-hmm. Is that why you're boycotting it, or were you never the target audience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who cares? Okay, don't and watch it. Cool. Like, seriously, what's the difference? Yeah. Like, well, why are you making a fuss over it? Mm-hmm. Like, no one cares. No one cares about you. Just stay mm-hmm. home and yeah. don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch it. Yeah, we'll be, be at quiet. the theater watching it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll eat your popcorn. It's all good. Yeah. I, it's it's always this way. Like, it's it's always... Um, oh, okay. I think the, the example was uh, this Netflix show that came out, Dear White People. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And people were like... Oh, I'm gonna bo- I'm gonna cancel my Netflix subscription. It's like you weren't the one who was gonna watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was gonna. It wasn't gonna be you, Christian conservatives. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't. You're not the target demographic. Yeah, you're not boycotting forensic files or yeah. something because yeah. you're like, no science, burn yeah. them. They're witches. Yeah, it's it's. You don't hear yeah. anyone being no, like, because I'm you weren't gonna watch it in the first Netflix. place. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. So silly. Like- you're glorifying Which, by the way, crime. I love that. I love that yeah. Forensic Files is on Netflix. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Spreading it to the masses. Well, I saw an interesting interview with yeah. Patty Jenkins where she mentioned, and I thought it was great because I was, you know, in preparation for watching the movie, I was watching a bunch of interviews and just little clips, and she said the best thing I've heard out of all of the interviews where she didn't want to make. Uh, a good movie about a woman mm-hmm. superhero. She wanted to make a good superhero movie and she didn't want to be a good woman director. She just wants to be a great director. Exactly. Right. Like, mm-hmm. so in her mind, it's, it's just as it should be. It's, it's who cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But because yeah. it's wonder woman, it's just like, Oh yeah. You know, it's funny, Abdullah, you and I have talked about before off air, um, doing Catherine Bigelow yeah. episode because we're yeah. both big fans of her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and actually, Danny and I have talked about it on air. Okay. And just to be completely transparent here, I've gotten emails from people um, that have said, "Why, you know, you haven't done a Francis Ford Coppola episode. You haven't done a Hitchcock episode, which we kind of did, and I screwed up the recording. But uh, <laughs> we're getting to it. Uh, we haven't done this episode and that episode. Like, how dare you, uh, you know, put this blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, because it's my fucking podcast and <laughs> I really like this person's work. I like work. this person's like, work, yeah. It's know. not because she's a woman. It's because I like her work. Fucking idiots. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm overreading it. But it's just one example because, like, I, I can't speak to Patty Jenkins because, first of all, I'll be transparent. I didn't love Monster. I thought okay. Charlize Theron was fantastic in it. I, you know, I haven't rewatched it in a long time. I've seen it twice. But mm-hmm. I can certainly tell you in this case, 
you know, she was given the job of directing a fucking po- a blockbuster popcorn film. Yeah. Yep. And that's what she fucking delivered. Given a huge yep. budget and she got it done. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and she made the money back, like, got asses in seats. Yeah. Yep. Simple. Exactly. Yeah. And that's all that I fucking care about. Like, right. mm-hmm. I went in and I watched that movie that, you know, we went to a, what, 930 screening. Yep. We got out and it was quarter after one in the morning when we yeah. got outside. We both turned our phones on, looked at them like, it's Couldn't believe fucking it. quarter yep. after one yeah. in the morning. Yeah. It's two hours and 21 minutes. Yeah. 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 We yeah, couldn't believe it. Yeah. Could not believe it. It was great. It went yeah. by really quickly. It was good. There's yeah. only two parts in that film that lag, which is a problem that DC's having. One is the third act, and then the other is the opening to the first like the 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 bridge to the first action sequence. They have okay, yeah. they have these clunky they can't seem to get their heroes into that first bit of action and they can't like give you that really strong crescendo, which is happening with Marvel films too lately. I don't mm-hmm. know what's happening. I think it's it's part of that whole like um, you know, faceless villain kind of thing. Right. Um, well, especially with this movie where you don't really know who the villain is. Yeah. Can we talk yeah, about the double yeah, twist? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That was, I, yeah. I, I personally didn't see it coming. I was like, Oh, cool. oh I did. Oh, did you? As okay. soon as I saw professor Lupin in this movie, <laughs> I was like that guy, like, there's no way Sir you're Patrick. paying David Thewlis to, uh, yeah, to be, be uh, a side character. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he's so goddamn charming. Like yeah. you fall in love with him in two seconds. Like, right. Uh, you know, he's my favorite Harry Potter professor sure. in any film. Obviously, it's my new favorite uh, Fargo villain yeah. in the TV show. Yeah, it's yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, he, he's 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 got this magnetic presence, and and mm-hmm. uh, and the, the way that they placed him in the film, it's brilliant. And and then that third act, it's like, you know it just it didn't seem to resolve in a way that was great but that the whole like because you know for me i don't know mm. about you guys but i would have ended the movie with her killing danny houston and then <laughs> who was fucking terrible in this movie so great yeah. kill him worst <laughs> danny houston performance ever like i'm know, sorry i love danny houston what the yeah. fuck were you doing bro yeah. that sort of helped with the twist though because he wasn't great mm. so it's you know she's focusing on him as being the villain mm-hmm. and it's going this way but he's not very good as a villain mm-hmm. so it's like something's not right and mm-hmm. then there's a twist and you're like well that makes sense i just i just Do wish it. that they're like extend the danny houston fight yeah don't have aries fight just have him come in that form like he's still weak so that you can use him again yeah yeah you know just just keep and then he doesn't because the thing is that movie ends with her defeating Aries and the yeah. war stopping, but it's like guys, World War Two. Anybody like? Yeah. Like, <laughs> also, I f- <laughs> like Vietnam. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't help but think throughout this movie where I'm like, oh yeah, so she achieves world peace for now, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh, but a lot of shit happened since. So uh, this was for naught. <laughs> I don't know. But they sort of explain that because when she's talking to him and she's looking at uh, the doctor, what is her name? Sorry. Um, um, Dr. Poison? Dr. Poison, Dr. Yeah. Maru, yeah. Yeah, Dr. Maru, yeah. yeah. She's looking at her, and she doesn't kill her, and she's like, they, you know, they are evil, they are horrible, and they do this stuff to each other, but she believes in, you know, love and peace, and she can stop this war, but no, she doesn't say she's going to completely end war, and... Because that's just the nature of people. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. So she decides that she's going to you know, work alongside humans and help them guide i guess like guide right. and solve things here and there but you can't change them it's in their nature mm-hmm. right so it's yeah. not just aries yeah. it's in their na- right. and even he explains it too you can't change them 
right? right? Come so join well. me and exactly. yeah, right. You can't you can't beat them? So. But I think <laughs> that the more important thing was the choice. I don't think that mm-hmm. that like ex- for me, it's just I know we're skipping to the end, and, and you know, <laughs> we'll I, I'm doing exactly what I get mad at people yeah. for doing. <laughs> You're on like, the show. oh, let's talk about the ending. <laughs> yeah, but like well, that's I, the I, overarching yeah. like theme of the entire movie. Yeah. So I just you have to. It was such a great moment in the theater when she she kills Danny Houston and she fucking murders him. Like yeah. let's be real here. She puts it which through is the roof. Great. Perfect. Yeah. And and then she looks around and the war is still going on. And yeah. then so you know, of course, I love the Ares thing coming in. I think that's so cool and the way they did it with with him like being technically not a physical form initially. I thought that was great and just ha- and then at that point you can still do the Steve Trevor sacrifice. You can do all the stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And and then that's the that's the moment that that she realizes like you know yes they're flawed but they're good yeah. I'm not going with you Aries and he's like mm-hmm. no and then he still can't bring himself back to like power right. for me mm-hmm. that would have been just as strong of an ending right instead of you know because one thing that DC has always been very very responsible about this and we said this in the parking lot after after we saw the film. Uh, one thing that they've always been extremely responsible with, and same with Marvel, I'll give them both credit, is that they've never interfered in 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 the comics. They've never represented, like, say, for example, Superman ending a war, or you know, Captain America, like he was a soldier, but and he played a part, but he didn't end the war. He didn't single handedly, right? You know, so as much as he's like punching a punching Hitler in the face, like you open the comic and it's, there's more, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, this sort of thing like they've always been good about giving respect to those real life soldiers right. on mm-hmm. either side who for example in world war 1 you know history has showed us that that really is kind of a war that's both sides fault you know what i mean in a lot of senses yeah and so it's it's one of those situations where you kind of feel bad with the whole um, like you know, the Germans are the villain, and uh, this sort of thing that happens yeah, because, and I think they tried yeah. to bring it back with the whole like you know all of the other all of the other um, leaders are, are saying like no 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 we gotta we gotta convince Kaiser Wilhelm and Bismarck to yes. to join the uh, to sign the armistice and this right. sort of thing and so like I know that th- those things were there and there was responsibility in this film but you know I I just. I always get a little bit worried about that. Mm-hmm. That being said, I thought this film balanced it really well. Mm-hmm. I think every time that they kind of went a little bit too far, they yeah. brought it back. So, right. for example, that right. opening sequence where Wonder Woman kind of liberates this village that's been mm-hmm. sitting, you know, occupied by the Germans for the better part of, what, two years or something like that? Yep, yep. I, I just felt like um, I thought that was really cheap when i first saw it i'm like Mm -hmm. i love this action sequence it looks beautiful but the point of it is kind of like the military or like these people who really are just like farmers Mm -hmm. and business owners and you know kids just at a school or not Mm -hmm. even you know and this sort of thing these people aren't good enough but the superhero is but then they brought it back by making her so emotionally connected when it was like but you can't stop it, Diana. This just turns around and gets gassed. So exactly. you think that you're doing right. something. So right. like all these moments that I kept getting being like, oh, I don't know if that was the right choice for the movie. Mm-hmm. They then turned around and were very responsible right. about it. So, okay. you know, yeah. as much as it's a criticism from me, I also think that they walked a beautiful line. So as long as people are 
I think that as long as people are 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 realizing that this is built around historical facts, but mm-hmm. it is fiction, right? And and then they can they can just enjoy the story, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's important. Um, yeah, they pay a lot of respect to like uh, you know she's not single handedly going to defeat everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that goes back to what I was saying about the end. It's just I mm-hmm. would love to see one because I just yeah. I, you know. He's 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 a one, he's on the the list of my favorite British actors for sure. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I I I'd want to see him in more stuff, uh, in blockbuster American film because I always like actors that I like getting a paycheck, even if the, sure. you know it's a dog shit movie. Put him yeah. in you know whatever it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then conversely, you know I just I I just think there could be so much more payoff every time she did something great because she is this and like in BVS mm-hmm. and even in in the opening and in the end of the film because of the 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 device that frames the film. Um, she's this, she's no longer naive. She's yeah. kind yeah. of soured by the world and she's, that innocence she, dies. The innocence goes away. Exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, yeah, it's the naivety of like, just thinking that you can save everyone mm-hmm. and, yep. you know, save everything. And then realizing that, Oh, uh, the world's shit and mm-hmm. it's going to remain that way. Yeah. <laughs> So like I'm, I'm kind of like what everyone goes through. Yeah, yeah <laughs> can yeah. relate to that. It's like the the William Blake thing, the songs of innocence, the songs <laughs> of experience, right? It's like first you think that you know things are a certain way, and then it's like oh, there's beauty in the imperfections and exactly how you know sounds like a, a cliche, but yeah, I mean there's you sort of learn that as you get older and try to take you know positive from from the negative a little exactly. bit yeah and i just i i would love if if they had just chopped off the back end a little bit extended mm-hmm. out the danny houston fight and mm-hmm. then like then everything would be right on that line they would walk that perfect perfect line and they would have had mm-hmm. a great villain to keep returning to peripherally like he doesn't need to ever be in a film as the main baddie right. but he can just constantly be in her ear you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to bring in Zeus or Aphrodite. That's another thing, by the yeah. way. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in the like original origin, yeah. she's molded out of clay by mm-hmm. Aphrodite, mm-hmm. brought to life by Aphrodite. They, they, now they yeah. updated it to Zeus. Zeus, yeah. Which is interesting. Because I guess, you know, love doesn't make that much sense. I felt like the I felt the end, end was a little bit cheap, just in, in the sense of like... Ares was sort of dominating the fight, and then when she realizes that love is how you defeat, you know, war or whatever else, that's how she de- how she defeats him. Essentially, I was mm-hmm. like, "What's the revelation? Like, what what changed in order for her to be powerful enough to to defeat him?" And that that was, I don't know. It, it was a, it was a sort of tenuous uh, link or like a tenuous connection to make in order to be able to defeat him it was like it didn't really ring that that well for me i was like mm, I don't yeah know. like the, the i would have been happy with like you said before like the beauty is in the imperfection these people yeah. are trying the best mm-hmm. sort of right. thing is, is, yeah. is suitable for me and so she sees steve sacrifice himself she's right. like you know what he wasn't perfect i you know mm-hmm. Two minutes ago in this film, I accused him of being just as bad as exactly. everybody else. Right. But you know what? Like, that's... 
Yeah. They can that's be the revelation. Good. It's not like, you know, love conquers all. We've got right. enough fucking movies out there that yep. are love conquers all, enough songs. Sure. Everything, yeah. Every song yeah. on the fucking radio, yep. like everything. <laughs> just give me a, you know what? We're just cool. Yeah. We're just okay. Yeah. yeah. Like everyone's going to be, they're going to live. That's yeah. I, I think one thing that this movie did well, though, was um, sort of humanized um, the, the bad guys, you know, the supposed bad guys, the Nazis, right? I mean. Well, they're it, not it, Nazis. It, they're just German. They're yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But but I mean, it, it sort of humanized them, and you know, sort of made them out to be these people who are also just doing what they thought was right uh, to an extent. I, I think it could have maybe done more on it, but I, I thought it. I thought it really. Uh, and I think it's 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 a very relevant and very relevant thing now, where people just want to hate people rather than you yep. know understand where they're coming from. Um, I think it was a very timely uh, message to make, especially now. So I, 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 I don't know. I, I sort of felt uh, good about that part of the movie where it was like, okay, these guys, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing what they think is best, just mm-hmm. as the Americans are, just as the British are. So yeah, that's good. It gives you that perspective. Yeah, the perspective. But this movie was also accused of not being American enough. Didn't you mention that to me, Brandon? That you heard somewhere that someone was complaining that it wasn't American enough. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So I mean, I can see where that would come from too. You you can't make everyone happy. No. I was going to ask uh, what scenes you would want to have developed more. So, but you're already mentioned besides the, the ending. Yeah, yeah, the fight. Besides the fight, are there any other parts of the movie that you find you could have gone a little bit deeper into? Uh, I I felt like the scene where um, they show Steve escaping after stealing uh, Doctor Maru's notebook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like it would have been nice to have seen more of the, um, I guess the the lab or the um, the I don't know I don't know what you'd call it mm-hmm. uh, the barracks there where where Doctor Maru was working. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it would have been kind of interesting to see more of. Like an ex- extended action sequence. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what was going on there because they sort of sort of just show her, you know. I'm just thinking of the opening of True Lies. Like, that's what we want here. Can you show me your invitation? Sure, yeah. here's my invitation. <laughs> and snowmobiles come out. I'm just like... <laughs> need to watch that movie again. Uh, but I, I feel like it would have been cool to see more of what was going on there because they just show her sort of working on the mustard gas and then him running off with, with the, with the jur- with journal mm-hmm. and getting in the plane and running off. And I'm like, oh, man, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know it was sort of just there to set the scene and show, you know, where he was coming from, how the plane crashed and what happened there. But um, well, that would have been kind of cool. would have been interesting. I thought for me, I would have liked to have seen the theme of, um, of some of uh, just f- human flaw in general. Uh, because of what we're talking about right yeah. now and how mm-hmm. I would have – how I picture the film because I don't – even as the film is, I didn't take away from it this kind of love will conquer all bullshit. Mm-hmm. I took away from it as, as you know, the world will move forward because everyone inherently will try their best. Like they're even, – even in a selfish moment, mm-hmm. their, logic dictates that, you know, sometimes being selfless – is beneficial to you. Right. So for it's example, the invisible hand, yes. essentially. Yeah. So examine those weaknesses. So say, for example, a character like Dr. Poison, talk a little bit more about her obsession, about perfection exactly. and these sorts of right. things. Yeah. You know, go into, um, for, uh, 
for example, um, Steve's assistant, whose name has escaped me, I can't think of it. Um, uh, uh, in the great line, Etta. you know, from Etta, what, was it Etta? Yeah, where, oh, where, yeah. where, where yeah. I come from, that's called a slave. I yeah. like her. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's a great moment. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like that, but it pays better. <laughs> <laughs> um, her moment, like, I would love her, like, um, I liked how they started to talk about her struggle and like, that's Mm -hmm. how we're going to get the vote and this sort of thing. And I would have loved to have seen, I think that maybe one more scene with her in the control center, David Thewlis's office there, like where, um, where they're talking about, um, the plan, you Mm -hmm. know, one more scene, Mm -hmm. one more interaction between the two of them where she can have like a sassy little, you know, I just said, you know, like, no, (laughs) but like, just, just, yeah. Oh God! Yeah, I'm sorry, but like, no, I, I, but I am serious. Like, I'd like mm-hmm. her to get in his fucking face. Yep. Yeah. Like, because for example, like that scene, the one scene that we have with them, it cuts with you know, you know him. How? What are the chances yeah, that exactly. he, he acknowledges my orders? And I'm very. He's little. not gonna. Yeah. 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 There should have been one more moment like that mm-hmm. with her, where she does the same. You know what I mean? Right. Where she right. kind of, you know, so again, like David Thulis has the option and then she gets in his face and like, look, you're going to do this. You're going to get them this, you know, whatever, you know, you're going to get them a tank or you're going to get right. them a car. You're going to get them a uniform, whatever it is that they got to do. Sure. You're going to, you're going to drop something in. You're going to send additional troops, something like that, where she gets in his face, like a real character building moment right. yeah. for all the idiosyncrasies of all these beautiful characters that you created mm-hmm. um because th- and this is another thing, a little bit more yeah. they've yeah. balanced an ensemble cast like this is a wonder woman yep. movie it's called wonder woman but there's there's pretty decent development in all these characters yeah. you talk about um the chief and then him having that great moment where he said he says you know steve's people you know mm-hmm. destroyed yeah. everything that was his right. but you know and and uh, <laughs> You, you've got Samir. You've got um, I can't think of um, the the sharpshooter's you, name. You and Bremner's yeah, character. Well, I can't um, think of what his Charlie. character's name is. Charlie, Charlie of Charlie, course. Yeah. Right, yeah. And the moment when he's playing piano, and that mo- that moment mm-hmm. was really genuine and yeah, sincere. I haven't heard him sing Singing. for years. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I love those moments, and and I could have done with this, the exact same runtime, and just you know, give me a few more of those instead. Give yeah. me talk about their obsession. Talk about their their weaknesses talk about their desires like these sorts of things and right. those only mm-hmm. take a few seconds mm-hmm. because you're already taking the time well, to it just takes a, a line or two yeah. here or there it, mm-hmm. it's like this is you know even with charlie where it's like he's got great spirit he's mm-hmm. not the best marksman but you know well, and he is a good marksman as you see yeah. but i love that he doesn't take the shot right at the bell yeah. tower yes. i love that he doesn't take the shot yeah. he doesn't shoot yeah, yeah. That's that's his one moment, but mm-hmm. he doesn't take it. And mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Because he doesn't get that in the movie. Like, again, yep. even though it is a character-building movie, and I'm saying all this stuff, I want to see all mm-hmm. these great moments for all the characters, but it's a fucking Wonder Woman movie. You have Wonder Woman save that fucking town. Like, yeah. So they mm-hmm. did that right. Like, totally. Right, sure. But I yeah. just, I, I like to, I'd like a little more examination of humanity, which yeah. is the whole point of the film. It's kind of she's, you know, as much as being a hero and everything, she's equal parts like scientist, you know, right. if she will. <laughs> yeah. Like she speaks if, 600 languages or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I love everyone on the island having her accent, too. Yeah. It's cool. Like, everyone yeah. kind of spoke – instead of having Gal Gadot be like, you know, ha- have speaking the way that she does mm-hmm. and then having, you know, Robin Wright's <laughs> characters be like, Speak hey, like she what's does up? is uh, Carrie yeah. Underwood. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. 
here's a thought and tell me if I'm wrong and maybe it's just the way that I feel about it but Uh-oh, and you just touched on it on a Wonder Woman panel to tell yeah there you wrong. go so let me tell you what I think and then you can mansplain it for yeah, me I'll tell you. We're, we're here to you tell me you. what I'll I think if you could what, translate what you yeah so and you mentioned this there's a lot of points where we could have gone deeper and that's why I asked that question because I wanted exactly that to come up I found that I mean I believe that this could have been more than just one movie. You could make this a trilogy and you'd still get quite a bit out of it because there's so much in there. But even just with this, I mean, there's so much meat in all the characters. Everything's written so well. It's developed so well. Like, I want to see something about Dr. Maru, Dr. Poison. Mm. I want to know more about what made her this way. Sure. You know, I don't want to have to go back. What happened to her face? Exactly. Yeah, like, like, what's her her background? What's her past? Mm -hmm. There seems to be a lot there and there seems Mm -hmm. to be a lot with... uh, all of the characters, but she was one that stood out to me quite a bit. Like, what makes her so angry? Why does she want to poison people yeah. so badly? What? I don't think that she wants to poison people. Well, no, but she, she, she's... It's her, it's her obsession with perfection. She's creating this perfect thing. She's already started down this road, and but now why? she's become obsessed with it. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I want to see... I want to find out, you know, what was her childhood like? What was her family life like? Just even just a little bit, even right. a couple of minutes of flashbacks of what her life was like I would have been nice. I don't nice. understand how they come back to it, though. That's the thing. <laughs> well, you couldn't. Yeah. Let's yeah. just stretch yeah. it out exactly. significantly. You know what I was just thinking about is like the scene where uh, Chris Pine is hitting on her in German. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. do you not see my fucking face? Like, are you a spy? <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm missing half my face here, and you are Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a spy, aren't you? Well, maybe he's into that. Yeah. Like, Ugh. <laughs> Porcelain yeah, doll thing. There's yeah, something for, for everyone. Yeah. Just because he's There's good looking doesn't mean he can't have fetishes. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, because, <laughs> let, let's be serious. Again, you know, Dr. Poison, a little mm. bit of a deformed face. Other than yeah. that, she's Fucking she's fine. gorgeous. She's, she's yeah. like, give me a, yeah. give me a fucking lady, break. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I hate when they do that. Movies like, deformed. oh, now she. It's, and they and they and they made the joke early in the same movie where they, you know, he puts the glasses on Diana. Like Steve puts the glasses on yeah. Diana. Yeah. Now you're invisible, or like, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and the assistant uh, is is like, oh yeah, now she's not the most beautiful thing yeah, you've ever exactly. seen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they're doing the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, with Doctor Maru. Yeah, like, that's it's true. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. This gorgeous French actress is like, you know, not still like just an absolute stunner. Like, yeah. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. But yeah. Did we touch on the fetish and the lasso? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were you were looking this oh, up. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's something very kinky about that uh, lasso of truth. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because yeah. Brandon had been doing his research and he found some interesting things about the original the Wonder origins, Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Am I going into this? Yeah. I'd okay, let, please. Sure. Well, I prefer okay. if you did. I so, want to hear your, your opinion on this. Well, okay. So tell but, Paula how this works. Tell me, <laughs> tell me what. Let me explain. As a man, to you. Let me, as as a man, man how do you yeah, feel? Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, the, the gist of what I can under, uh, understand from just kind of flipping through articles on it is that Wonder Woman is kind of the creation of a guy who believed that women were kind of the superior sex on the planet. And uh, and and was very mis- much of that mindset that they should run the world, etc. Mm-hmm. However, conversely, he uh, was uh, a bit kinky. He was a polygamist. He was into like BDSM kind of stuff and whatnot. And um, so that island is uh, that world is it's like a dream world yeah, for him. Exactly. Like that that is what he sees as the world because mm-hmm. he sees it as he he sees that the world should be run hmm. by uh, female minds, right. isn't it? 
it is basically <laughs> like let's be serious here um and a lot you know like and and the other thing that's so interesting too is it it takes a generation of of people raised by single mothers like like ours in a lot of situations like sure. you know like myself and there to be like you know what like i just like the father figure is kind of a fucking joke to me at this point you know and uh but but oh, back on point sorry instead yeah. of getting off going all freudian on me <laughs> um my mother was not a single mother i'm just like, in case she listens yeah she doesn't yeah. get offended single maja she was not. Mine was. <laughs> mine, mine was not. I had a step. My parents probably will not just listen to this. Yeah. I can see my mom listening. <laughs> in any case, I'm just saying in a, in a generation where divorce was a lot more sure. prominent, for yeah, example. Um, you know, we can talk about that where there's a lot of mothers. You know, Stephen King is a good example. We had an episode on Stephen King long ago, uh, or Wes Craven. You know, these are people that, in large part, were raised by their mothers who were balancing work and large mm-hmm. families and this sort of thing. Um, you know, and, and, uh, it's, it's interesting that say, for example, this idea of this character is, is just like, as a child, you see, you know, there's a, there's a quote from, uh, um, Vanity Fair, the, uh, William Makepeace Thackeray book that's also in the crow, uh, which I talked about this quote on the crow episode. I'm just pumping old episodes here. Sure, yeah. <laughs> With, uh, yeah mother is the name for God in the lips and hearts of all children. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it, there, there is truth to that. Like you, you know, you right. very, um, and it's so, so it's interesting to literally have this character that's kind of, that she, she is a princess. She is this, uh, beacon of truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also she is, a literal god especially in the the, the newer incarnations of this character right. that being said there were dark eras of this comic we've talked about that in other mm-hmm. episodes there was an there was an era of this comic that basically just wonder woman went fucking shopping and mm-hmm. like baked stuff and shit like that she mm-hmm. was very lovesick yeah and like was into fashion and shit like that huh. it was just like fucking barbie yeah yep. and that's great like that has its place yeah. but that's not what the character is mm-hmm. right conversely you know, I wonder, um, say, for example, like if I was going to do you want to save the pitching of film to the third or like the, another segment of the show? I won't get into that. The spy like, thing? I, yeah. Like I, yeah. I my, yeah, my ideal. Yeah. Like, you know, Wonder Woman has played really, really interesting kind of she's gotten into into the culture of comics in a different way than a lot of characters right. because people have, you know, like. All of these things have changed more than a lot of things. Yeah, over the she's last, meant something yeah. very different from someone from like generation Superman. to yeah. generation. Of course, yeah, absolutely. And that's so interesting. Yeah, when you talk about Superman, it's going just like the guy like, that does everything. Yeah, like, going great, through, fuck going you. from like second wave feminism, for example, into like now, mm-hmm. which where you know things are very different. Yeah, yep. she's going to mean very different things to very many, very many different people. So go and, back to yeah. some of that Silver Age, like her as a spy. Like, give me an espionage sure. movie. Yeah, like you know, people are just in. Their big thing is that that say, for example, Captain America: Civil War is an espionage film, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's a big like, oh, you know, that's a big thing and this sort of thing. Like, it's it's brave for a movie studio to go this way. Well, you know what character would do that really fucking well? Wonder Woman, yeah. because that actually fucking happens in the yeah. comics. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like then sure. you don't even have to introduce the Winter Soldier, who is a spy since childhood in the Marvel comics, right. for example. Like you know, like you can you can do this stuff with Wonder Woman. Yeah, like she's a character that's transitioned so many times because everyone just kind of has fun with their takes on her. Sure, yeah, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's more content for us, yeah. so it's good. Yeah, 
But you mentioned how there was that dark time for a while where she was just basically the ditzy Barbie style character, mm. right? I just wanted to pull up the exact year because I didn't want to screw it up. Mm. But it was uh, Gloria Steinman in 1972 yep. who put her on the Miss cover and kind of brought her oh, back really? to being, you know, Wonder Woman, yeah, right? Uh, empowerment rather than exactly. like, yeah, stay in the kitchen. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Sort of and that's when it started that's so weird. back. I know. Yeah, so that's weird. so strange. But like, why did that happen? Why did it happen that she was you know, domesticated or whatever else. Superhero like, comics weren't selling. Mm-hmm. Huh. She was a recognizable brand and she was a brand that was part of the kind of heartbeat of of the, in a way that like, say for example, a Superman or something like sure. that was, or Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in an era, you could argue the uh, opposite point that I'm making too. I'm like, oh, it's fucking stupid that Wonder Woman just like drove a cool car and yeah. was into fashion. Mm-hmm. You could argue the the opposite point where at a time when you know Batman and Superman and you know uh, all these classic era comic heroes were at an all time low, yeah, in terms of sales and people were not interested in superhero comics. Uh, that she, she relevant. was relevant yeah, yeah so there is true. there is the 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 opposite point, yeah I, I, I mean as much as it's sort of a, a boring um you know a dark time for her as you said or comic books in general yeah, yeah. In, in general um I, I don't think there's anything wrong with portraying women as because like if if that's a woman's choice to stay home and raise her kids mm-hmm. That's fine. I mean, uh, that's something she's decided. Or like get it into shoes. Like sure, I really yeah. like fucking shoes. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Exactly. That's cool. But like you know, at the same fine. time, if you're a Wonder <laughs> Woman fan, you're like, I want to see her do cool shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> rather yeah, like, well, yeah, like she yeah. can go buy shoes and yes. then she can go kick the shit out of fucking. Uh, yeah. You know, no blood on the shoes though. Yeah. Please. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they're red. No blood on my Louboutins. Oh <laughs> my god. Although it would make the, the soles a little redder. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I, if I'm going to pay that much for shoes, I want someone to die making them. No <laughs> That's what the red is. That is what the, the red, red is. is. The I want the blood of, of the shoemaker yeah. <laughs> on the bottom of that shoe. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, why, or blind why are them or something at least. What the fuck? Oh, oh God. For a reasonable pair, right? Oh, exactly. Digressing a little here, but <laughs> we are. We, what, what were we talking about? What movie is this? Yeah, are we talking about Captain America? <laughs> yeah, what's this episode? <laughs> Before we go to break, um, I, I did want to touch on one more thing that I didn't actually write down. Or yeah, I did. Okay, cool. The kind of idea of like a universal translator type situation. You know, which is funny because Captain Kirk's in this film, mm-hmm. uh, where where the German speaking German sound English to us. You know, yeah, like the, they're yeah. it's very clear that they are speaking German, right? But uh, they've made the decision to allow them to just speak English, which well, is interesting even, because it brings you back into that comic book world, right? Yeah. You know, like they're not going to put German subtitles on a comic panel. Yeah. Well, know? even with uh, Steve Trevor, uh, you know, like hitting on Doctor Maru. Mm-hmm. Like would it we not understand be sus- that that's in yeah. German? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, it's a little suspicious, but also this is because we're an American audience, or yeah. like uh, you know, an mm-hmm. English audience. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think like, it makes it more accessible. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Because think about it this way: the people who like seeing things translated—I mean, sorry, watching things and hearing it translated—are mm-hmm. probably that's a bigger demographic than people who like to read subtitles. I love oh, reading subtitles sure, personally. Mm-hmm, sure, I want to hear yeah. the original you know, voices and read the subtitles, but mm-hmm. that's not that's not the, uh, the appealing bigger, to the yeah, masses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. 
say you take a look at a movie like Inglorious Bastards, sure. where the whole uh, you know selecting like the posing yeah, the the number three, three things, the American yeah, style, there's no thumb is a yeah. mechanism, right? Yep. So right. say f- in that film, it makes sense to allow Fassbender's character mm-hmm. uh, to you know interact in German, mm-hmm. right? Um, right, especially because the way he gets found out is through the use of the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the thumb being stuck out when you're counting to three instead of mm-hmm. using just the three fingers. Exactly. So that, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, absolutely. I'd and agree. I, I just make the Tarantino comparison only because it's a movie that it's kind of an event movie as well. Mm-hmm. Generally, you know, when when he's one of those kind of modern day directors that, that puts butts in the seats just based on, hey, it's... it's uh, you know, fucking, yeah, it's, it's Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. like you know, so, Tarantino helmed film with Brad Pitt. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Christoph Waltz. Yeah, exactly. He'll do all exactly. Right. Yeah. And and so like this is an interesting movie because say for example, while it doesn't have the mechanism of having this this hauteur director, like this is a director that's fairly still young yeah. in her body of work. You know, besides directing yeah. a hand, or a single episode, I believe, of Arrested Development, yeah. a couple of episodes of The Killing, which are actually really good episodes. Okay. Um, cool. yeah. Um, and monster monster yeah. mm-hmm. you know a handful of tv projects and this sort of thing um she's still very young in terms of her her filmography so her traits are still coming to light like what we like about her what we don't like about her stylistically uh it's hard to decide as a mass movie going audience so like a patty jenkins movie isn't necessarily going to sell but a wonder woman movie yeah that's going to sell the same that's way the brand. it's not patty jenkins the, the brand yeah it's wonder like woman you're going brand, to see yeah. a movie about one of the, like the dc holy trinity here right like you're you're going to see sure you know it's like batman superman wonder woman like that's yep. that's it yep. there's more excitement behind this for say for example someone like me than than going to see like fucking green lantern sure you know mm-hmm. sure i like green lantern when i was growing up but and I probably read it more than than Wonder Woman, but no fucking interest in another Green Lantern movie. Like sure. maybe by twenty twenty, I'll have changed my mind. Yeah, um, but no interest. Or even the JLA movie. It's not like mm-hmm. it's not. I'm not super stoked about it. Yeah, and I am an apologist for for the DCEU. You know, <laughs> like I I don't hate Man of Steel um, because I know what it is, and I, I you know there's things that bother me about it, but there's things that bother me about every film. You know, it's, sure. it's, you're supposed yeah. to turn off your fucking brain and absorb it, and then mm-hmm. and then interpret the emotions that you experience. Yeah, and decide based on that how you feel, rather than mm-hmm. you know making up your mind before you go into the theater. Yeah, it's like yeah. a song. Like, how do you know three seconds into the song it's sure. any good? Or you don't listen to a song and go, mm, you know, I like that part that they do the, the like tempo the change yeah. and they, yeah. they they jump, you know, they jump a semitone up and then deliver the chorus. And that you know, like right, oh, I like you, this little uh, departure here. Like you're thinking about all the songs on. Yeah, you're like, oh, I like the later. sound of the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I'll listen to it for the fourth time and be like, oh, I, I like the way they've switched time signatures here, yeah, rather exactly. than like the first time I listened to it, I like this riff. Yeah, like or the like, guy's voice or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, wait a second. We were talking about it. We did. It took me. It took me my, the length of my life up until this point minus one year to figure out that the Halloween theme is in five four. <laughs> yeah, you know, it wasn't the first How thing. Many you times have of, I yeah. seen Halloween in my life? Like right. a million times. Yeah. I even saw it on the big screen this last year, and I didn't realize it while I was there. Right. Because, you know, like, you're not thinking about that. And sure. Then, and then you hear John Carpenter in an int- interview talking about how his father taught him 5-4, and he just applied that same <laughs> lesson to dun 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 Oh, wait a second. That is 5-4. Yeah. Oh, sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. You don't right. think about this stuff in movies, so mm-hmm. I can always, you know, I walked out of Batman versus Superman, and I was like, 
you know, I, I enjoyed everything that was in that movie. And the more I thought about it, I was thinking, you know, yeah, like there's problems with it, but the problems could really almost be entirely resolved if I just if I just play the movie in a different order in my brain. Right. Like if I see those scenes in a different order in my brain, then I'm fine. And I can express that to you. And I have expressed that to everyone on the Internet right. um, <laughs> that I just think the movie should be in a different order. Right. Um, which is fine. And yeah. I just think about that movie in that order. Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters sure. to me. You know, sure. a lot of people do this with the Star Wars movies. Exactly. Yeah. The same kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going anymore. But it's like, <laughs> the, the, this is a, mo- a good ramble. Yeah, I, like it, it. it's just yeah. like I, I, I like this film as a blockbuster film more than I have probably anything else mm-hmm. this year. Huh. And uh, you know, I, I, I'm fine with the the no German like that we're hearing it in English. I'm mm-hmm. fine with a lot of stylistic choices. The other one I wanted to ask you guys about now that I've rambled and it doesn't even make any sense for our listeners, but I'm leaving it because I'm yeah. fucking lazy. Sure. Cool. Um, unless you also want to edit it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is the uh, slow motion ala three hundred in a lot of where the fight she's sequences. like running through, yeah. deflecting shots mm-hmm. all over the place, spinning and, through yeah. the air. Yeah, I mean that w- that was where most of the cheese came from for yeah. me, yeah. but um, it was kind of necessary. Like, I it wouldn't have been the movie it was without it. I, I don't know. It was like it's a superhero movie. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I actually meant to ask that. What cheesy parts did you like? That were clearly cheesy, where you sat there and went, this is really cheesy, but it's great. I love it. Yeah, that scene where she's running through the the battlefield uh, after she like hops through, you know, out, of, out, of, out of the trench there. That was super cheesy, but I was like, this is fine. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was it was what you expect from a movie like this, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I, I kind of like giggle to myself during mm-hmm. that scene, but I'm like, eh. You know, I'm I'm watching a superhero movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, what what about you, Brandon? For me, I one thing that initially I hated, but coming out of the film, I really, really, really like um, is the fact that they did have sex, but that it was like it was kind of it was done in a way that one you can still get that PG thirteen rating. This isn't yeah. like you know. Um, this isn't a, a 90s action or an 80s mm-hmm. action, you know, softcore yeah. sex scene. Yeah. This is an intimate moment. They move along. Right. Um, I I didn't like it initially, but that because I thought, oh, this is this is going to make things awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are they doing? But then this? when Steve, yeah. because. You know, admittedly, like I know a little bit about uh, about these characters, so I know that Steve Trevor is is in the comics a founding member of Argus, right? Which we've already seen Suicide Squad, and and so you know, I'm thinking, okay, they're going to bring this all together. Maybe they're going to do one more movie where Steve is leading Argus and Wonder Woman, and he are you know a little you know have a little tete a tete situation or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Where their agendas don't match up. Uh, again, and, and this this kind of is plays a, a factor in it. So when I saw the the sex scene, I was like, that just seems anticlimactic in the sense of, or, or that yeah. that seems unfamiling, mm-hmm. unfulfilling in the sense that like you know we could do this in a future movie. Like, why are you wasting time when I'm following this 
this person who's developing and you have all these this great humor that's kind of this naivete and right. you have all these these great moments of catharsis you know these these revelations and this sort of thing all of this stuff is going on in this movie on almost a scene by scene basis and then i thought it was kind of cheesy to have this romantic like it's snow and yeah and the piano playing with the you know charlie and all the stuff leading to a sex scene yeah um and then when he died i was like okay yep good that makes sense perfect that works <laughs> you know what i mean how uh, if sorry. he didn't die yeah. then it would have been the worst thing in the movie but because right. he died it's the best like it's it's one of those moments where i'm just so happy it was in the movie yeah because okay, that, because for from, me yeah. that's diana's vulnerability and that's her humanity like giving right. it over everything else mm-hmm. she wasn't just a, it wasn't just a friend or like you know someone she was fighting a war with yeah it wasn't was, just like a cutesy high school crush yeah it yeah. was more than that right so it allowed for that they that, weren't just like colleagues fighting a war. They were, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And it uh, it also allowed for her revelation to make a little more sense. Mm-hmm. The revelation that I'm playing in my mind, which is everyone is flawed, not love will right. conquer all. Yeah. But yeah. you know, so I really dug that. That was mm-hmm. one thing. I didn't. I I have this thing about the slow motion, if you don't mind, sure. uh, which is yeah. just that, uh, um, you know, I'm very worried that we may be looking back at this flick in a few years and it will look a little dated. Um, because say, for example, all the people that love that kind of thing in 300 and this sort of stuff are mm-hmm. the kind of the same people that generally go like, Oh, I fucking hate that movie now. Huh. You know, like I'm not a big fan of 300. And I remember thinking like, Oh, okay, well at least this looks cool yeah. when it mm-hmm. came out. And now I, you couldn't pay me to watch that flick, for example. So, hmm. you know, it just, uh, I'm worried about that. I'm worried about how that's going to play, how that's going to affect yeah. a really yeah. strong story right. and a really right. str- like a really strong um like visually interesting film. Sure. I didn't yeah. feel they overdid it though. I thought it was a nice balance. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah, like every single scenes, action really, yeah. scene was like slow motion, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I thought the I thought the night action scenes could have been a little bit better on the 3D. Like the 3D sort of I don't know. It was it was a little. It left me wanting more. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the fighting scenes in the dark. I was like, ah, there's not much happening here, in terms of the 3D. I don't know. Good 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 action scenes. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. good, good fight sequences, but this felt like they could have done more with the 3D on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it seems like a good time as any to go to a quick break. Let's do it. Join the conversation on Twitter at MRML Podcast and by hashtagging Movies Ruin My Life on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're looking for more comic book movie talk, you can check out the playlist section at soundcloud.com forward slash movies dash ruined dash my dash life. That almost ruined my life. It's so long. And while you're there, give us a follow and say hello. Okay, so we're back. Uh, we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about Wonder Woman. So, guys... <laughs> that didn't work out well. Put my sunglasses on for half of a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put my sunglasses on so I look cool. Immediately fix them back <laughs> off. I realize what I am. Uncool. All right, so, uh, Paula. Okay, so I want to hear about your least favorite scenes. 
You want to do them together? You want to do favorite and least favorite or just individually? What if I don't want to hear favorite? I just oh. want to hear Lee. No. Mm. <laughs> okay, favorite she and just went least real favorite. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> I said I said Why one mean thing this? about Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy uh, as as a comic book franchise, <laughs> not even as a, a film franchise. Yeah. And we get a review that says I'd rather li- I'd rather be at the end of a human centipede than listen to this show. Wow. And now, yeah. and now you're like, I only want least favorite. <laughs> Scenes in a DC comic book movie, we're gonna get fucking burned at the stake. Now I want to, I want to bait some hate mail and just you know throw some stuff in there. Yeah, but you love reading that shit. Like I, I wake up in the middle of the night and read it, and, and I'm so pissed. And then yeah. the next morning we laugh about it. But you're laughing when we actually get it. Like who the fuck read a want, woman? I kind of want to see the uh, hate mail from my episodes. Like, <laughs> what they say about me? Shit. Let's talk about this Wonder Woman's Arab. manicure. <laughs> Talk about the size of uh, Wonder Woman's thighs. How gross were those, oh, huh? Gross. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Just, just I know just they photoshopped out their collagen muscular. Yeah. I was joking, but let's okay. No. Photoshop, <laughs> photoshopped out the, uh, the 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 collagen. I don't I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, we got to get on Reddit and just start typing. Yeah. yeah. Um. What are we talking about? Just favorite. Okay. And least favorite. Okay. Do you want to kick us off? Or you want me to? Uh, I don't have anything in mind, so go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, favorite scene would probably be um yeah I got I gotta go um with the fact that uh, that that Danny Houston fight ends anticlimactically. I like I liked the scene really really well up until that point. You know, if we just because basically in, until until that point that that third act was was really strong. So I think I'm going to go with that. I I really like that like that realization. Like, oh wait, I didn't fucking do anything. It didn't help anybody. Um, and also, I liked kind of her her just being like, okay, you know what? You know, I we saved the city two days ago. You fucking gas the whole city. That's it. I'm done. And just. That frustration, you know, just taking off and and diving headfirst into into you know the battle, so to speak, um, was really really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, least favorite scene. Uh, wow, that's actually it's actually right. harder. I'm surprised. Usually, I have one on the top of my head that I would change like right away. I already spoke about the ending and really I don't have any problem with the scene. I just would have found more satisfaction for me personally as we already discussed it. So that's not really a least favorite because it wasn't like it pissed me off. Um, It wasn't the scene itself. It was how how it ended essentially. Exactly. exactly. Um, Resolution they decided upon. Yeah. So maybe I'll just go with the fact that like – to be honest, in the moment – I know because it was the scene that mm. I talked about when we came out of the theater. I'll just say that the, you know, them entering into no man's land played a little bit um, bothersome for me. The scene itself was great, but at that moment in the film, until they then turned around and bombed the village with gas, I was not a fan of this superhuman entering into the, the in, fray. In, yeah, exactly, and kind of saving. Uh, a human problem because I thought the whole point of that character in that film, uh, you know, was to kind of be like, well, I can't, 
I can't save the world. That was her growth. Yeah. That was from like, I'm going to save the world from Ares. Like, I can't save the world. And that's okay. Right. Everyone just does their best with the world we have and to try and strive and make it a little bit better every day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I liked that. And that that scene in the moment kind of felt as though it was coming away from that. Whereas everything leading up to it, the training sequences were great. I, you know, I, I loved everything with the, maybe the flashback sequence I found a little cheesy too. I didn't like aesthetically how it was done. I uh, thought that there might've been a different mechanism when they were telling the story, rather the telling story you were molded out of clay and, this oh, right, and okay. stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I almost think that that could have been done in some kind of stop animation style or something. Sure. I think it would have been yeah. kind of cool. Switch things up or something, but yeah. it, it was just, that's a stylistic choice. So I got to give creative freedom to the. Sure. To you know, to the film crew, to everyone involved mm-hmm. in that. So you know, it was a lot bleaker though of a scene mm-hmm. than the rest of the film. So maybe that played into it too. But I think sure. I still got to go with in the moment in the film. The only scene that seemed off for me was the her just jumping into no man's land and going to town. Sure. Uh, whereas they did back back it up and kind of fix that by then you know mm-hmm. making it part of a larger arc to do with the same kind of thing, bringing right. it back to. Um, to you can't save the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, cool. I um, love that flashback personally, but yeah. no, I thought it, cool I thought thing, it looked uh, it looked, I really it looked cool. cool, but it, I, I don't like that kind of thing. Yeah, that's why you know, it was, but I like the narrative tool. I well, yeah. sorry, I didn't like the narrative tool of the film. That's what I should have gone with. Fuck. Yeah. I've already been talking too long, so I, I won't Pick go into it. But one. Like, we, we, yeah, we, we, were, we just watched a film that basically was about Batman sending, uh, you know, Wonder Woman a fucking picture because he was lonely. Yeah. And like, hey, yeah. what about now? Do you want to sleep with me now? Right. Yeah. Like, that was what that was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just had a fucking armored car roll up at your mm-hmm. facility and drop off a photo of yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, to be I like, to be like, kind almost. of like yeah, flirtatious, the first, the and then she's scene, like yeah. writing him an email at the yeah. end, like yeah. you know, please lose my address, like do not, <laughs> you know, Don't like, I'm me not, again. yeah, I'm not interested. Call the guard, die. Like if you, yeah, if you come near me again, you know, we're gonna have a problem. Yeah, you already received the restraining order. Yeah, like, I just, I just remembered from the <laughs> flashback scene. Uh, the is it Zeus who defeats Ares? Ares there. Yeah. Um, it's almost exactly the same shot uh, that they show at the end when she defeats Ares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like she's above and him and like air. goes through you know the the yeah. bolt that goes through his chest. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that's what George Lucas yeah. would call rhyming. Interesting. Cool. He, likes, he likes a good <laughs> it's rhyme. A callback. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Lucas. Mm-hmm. Call call and call and answer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, my favorite scene. I thought it was. It was really sweet and, you know, almost utopic where uh, after they've liberated the town, um, there's music going on and they're all dancing and uh, Samir brings out the beers for them. Yeah. I thought that was that was a really cool scene. You know, it was one of the it was a scene amongst all this bleakness that was kind of sweet where it started snowing. Of course, it was cheesy, but yeah, and sort of you know mushy but i thought it was kind of sweet 
I don't know. Maybe I'm it's almost romantic. Yeah, it's interesting too <laughs> that they don't. They the camaraderie isn't built through the battle. It's built through the, the calm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Exactly. You don't yeah. see that too often. The no, camaraderie you, in, mm-hmm. in war movies and this sort of thing usually comes from like this whole you know comrades in arms this sort of thing right. that occurs. And we I was ha- going to say brothers in arms, and then <laughs> yeah. I realized like, mm. well, they just realized that what she is they see that's when they see her differently before then yes. they're doubting her they're yeah. trying to protect her they're telling her not to help people right right they think she's crazy and then all yeah. of a sudden they see her kill a bunch of uh i guess well nazis Germ- but no, not in nazis. Germany. Germans, i know yeah. but germans right um although uh, the, the, a good section time. of her lore does come from that era because right. it's where the the, the TV show kind of went, mm-hmm. mm. as we read in the Wikipedia article, <laughs> on break because, you know... That's our research, we, by the yeah, way. Yeah. It's intense. Yeah, but it's uh, it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's... It, they went it's, back to World War One. Yeah, it's funny that you say about um, the camaraderie being built in during, like, the more peaceful portion because when you do have the scene where... Uh, he's saying I love you and giving her the the watch at the end before he gets on the plane. Uh, that's not us. That's not the first time we're establishing that they have this, like, not relationship necessarily, but like they have this uh, connection between them. And so that was, I think, I thought that was nice that they didn't just come together when they there was strife and trouble going on. There was, you know when things were looking up that's when they sort of got together so that was that was a nice um as different from a lot of things you see mm-hmm. in these movies so that was kind of cool um least favorite scenes i, I don't know that's tough because i i kind of like this movie all the way through mm-hmm. um yeah I, I guess uh the two scenes that bookend the entire movie uh sort of in the modern day where um Maybe it's it's not a least favorite scene necessarily, but it just kind of I don't I didn't I didn't understand then where it fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, this movie's going to be set in modern day, and then you go back to the island, and then you have World War Two going on, and it's like, what mm-hmm. what uh what's going on here? It just kind of confused me. So I, I I wish they'd given a little better context for uh for those two scenes at the at the beginning and the end. Uh, it was like, oh, Wayne Industries, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of like one of those movies that opens up, you know, like you know, with a storybook, and someone yeah. like, when I was young, <laughs> let me tell you a story, and then they or, or whatever, yeah. or like you know, like Peter Pan, you know, and this was all true. I was Wendy, you know, or something like that. Yes, yeah. It just well, here's a question: Where's the mascara? The mascara? Yeah, okay. we don't know. Well, no, but it's like an—is it an alternate universe? Is it always there? Is it no? Not? It's on Earth. But what was? But like, what was, why is it? It seems like there's some portal yeah, there where like the a, ships like go Earth. through. Well, right? yeah, but like they went through like almost a wall. Exactly. When when, when the Germans are coming for Steve Trevor, uh, they they like look like the, mm-hmm. the guy, he just sees fog and then he like looks forward a little bit and then yeah. all of a sudden he sees the island. Before that, he just sees fog. It exactly. almost seems like th- there's an invisible boundary there. Is, there. there is, yeah. There is. But like, what, what's what? What's the deal? Is is the mascara like? It's an island. Yeah, but is it is it like protected by something? Who's protecting it? Uh, how is it's, it? Was it always there? Well, in the movie, they talk about how that was Zeus's last gift to them. Right, in addition yes. to he he used his last uh, you know dying powers kind of thing to mm. one give this clay creature life, which no one's isn't exactly. It? 
through, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and to um, uh, to to kind of protect them from the rest of the world and put this right. like cloak around it that you couldn't you couldn't just get to. You couldn't be like, hey, let's go over there and destroy it. Sure, but I mean, you could just sail towards it and then well, yeah, yeah. appear. Why, why <laughs> is their first instinct okay. to fight? Check this out. So this is World War One, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. Just, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about this because this is this is a good point. So you just got the invisibility cloak up there. Um, what if a German had landed there first? Because this is a war that's kind of yeah fought by both sides, and yeah, really right. no one is right in war in yeah. general. Sorry, I said World War Two earlier. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> It, sure. Yeah, it doesn't. It's no. World War One, so yeah. it's fine. It, and so a German lands there, yeah, and he is all like, you know, the the uh, you know, they're they're um, they're fighting against industrialism and and this sort of thing, and we you know we're trying to make we're we're uniting Germany and we're uniting you know Prussia and this sort of thing and um under Kaiser Wilhelm and we have to protect our our motherland and all these things that you, that you would expect um from a german soldier like for anyone who for example likes the film any film adaptation of all quiet all quiet on the western front because they're sure. all amazing right yeah um the way that the germans talk about the motherland in that film is very you know romantic and these yeah, sorts of things. Same way that yeah. that Steve Trevor in this film talks about America and the idea of you know you know truth, justice in the American way and this sort of thing, sure. right? Um, so if it wasn't an American working for the British uh, military, I guess as a spy, yeah. as a spy, mm-hmm. yeah. if it was a German who landed or whoever, would that have you know would this be a completely different film or would this just be Wonder Woman working for like working with the Germans and doing the same thing like No Man's Land goes the other way right or something like that like is it the same film because technically they're both occupying stuff like we we in both world wars you had a battle over Eve right and obviously you know first recorded mustard gas attack in 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 uh, history uh, significant moment for example Canada and the fact that say you know our claim to fame is you know little little water sports action we all you know peed on our own faces not not us but our our ancestors Mm -hmm. and some you know something that and again like it's based on studies done by um, English scientists and then you know um we were able to like you know doctors who were on the field were able to say like you know pee on rags cover it up it'll the ammonia will neutralize mm-hmm. the mustard gas and these yeah. sorts of things but that battle in itself that territory over itself both sides whether you're France or Germany you think like and you wholeheartedly believe that you you lay claim to that land like that is right. your land yes and in both sets of people's eyes you are fighting for that land yep. for the liberation of it right. You know, yeah, you, and, like there's no one thinking that we're 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 the bad guys. Yeah, no, there's no one thinking yeah. that they're the bad guys. And right. It's the same thing, you know. Not that I at all want to be political on this front, but say for example, oh. there's some been some criticism about Gal Gadot specifically because, of course, she served in the Israeli army. Mm-hmm. In addition to being a Miss Israel and this sort of thing, um, she also did serve in the Israeli army, and 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 uh, which is mandatory for those yes. who, you know yeah. for all citizens and. Yep. And, you know, that's another situation where, you know, to be honest, like, 
like the whole fucking world is to blame for for the war that is happening between Israel and Palestine. Sure. Like let's let's yeah. be serious here. We couldn't find a two state solution, and so now we have to fight over this arbitrary piece of land that, endlessly. Yeah, yeah, forever. And people have to, on both sides, continue dying. Well, because people think that based on what's in their book, this is you know promised to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have to. They can't get over it. <laughs> To split the land between the two of them. People and, are a product of and how so they're raised. No matter what side, yeah. say, for example, Wonder Woman had landed on in that situation. Mm-hmm. All I'm trying to say is, is would that, like, could this film have played out the exact same way, especially based on the First World War, if, say, for sure. example, a German soldier was the first one to land there? Yeah, and I think that it sort of touches on it in the sense that we talked about earlier in terms of um, her sort of humanizing those Germans rather yep. than... Rather than just thinking of them as as evil people, uh, as as Paula says about you know people just being a, a product of how they were raised, and I, I've had this conversation. With, this is sort of a little bit off topic. Uh, I'll I'll come back to what we're talking about, but um, I had this conversation with people about um, you know conflict in the Middle East and how you know if you're if you're born in America. And you're told, um, you know, from an early age that the, uh, the, you know, those guys are our enemies. You grow up that way. And when, you know, in terms of that, that war, uh, we who live in Canada are like, okay, so we're on, we're the good guys. Mm -hmm. But if you're born in the Middle East and you're told from an early age that the West is your enemy and it goes against everything that you believe in, then, I mean, I, I don't think those people are worse or better than the Americans who are fighting for, for their freedoms. Yeah. I mean, I, I know which side I'd be on, but yeah. at the same time, I don't think there's any, any real difference. And I think that the, this movie sort of touches on that almost, yeah. just because mm-hmm. it's like they're only doing what they think is right. Yep. They, they don't think they're doing anything wrong here. Uh-huh. This, they're fighting their fight. Yeah. And it, it humanizes um, the Germans in that way, I think, a little bit, just in, just in the sense that Wonder Woman thinks that she can defeat Ares and then everyone will become, you know, everyone's going to live in harmony from, mm-hmm. from here on. And, you know, as, uh, as uh, Sir Patrick, um, as Ares says, you know, this is just how people are. You can't, you can't change anything really. Yeah. Yep. But... Uh, I mean, it, yeah, it just comes back to people being a product of their environment. And mm-hmm. you, can, you can tell them what you want, but if you've had something indoctrinated in you from an early age, it's going to be difficult to change their minds, yeah. despite having defeated the god of war. Exactly. <laughs> it feels like she realizes that right when yeah. she looks at uh, Chris Pine's character, Earl Steven, and she says, you're just like them. And she realizes, you know, they're all yes. the same. They're all just going about doing what they feel is the best and they can all be corrupt and they can all be good and bad. And yeah. And she, she says it to him then like you're, you're, mm. you're just like them in, in like a negative way. Exactly. But, but then she realizes, well, maybe it's, it's not that he's just like them. They're just like him. Like yeah. they're just people fighting their own battle mm-hmm. to try to save, you know, um, protect their country, protect their land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Did you do your favorite? No, scene? no, no. I was sorry. Going to mention that. No, that that's really, okay. That's that really fine. meandered. Sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's good. Um, well, my favorite and least favorite are somewhat the same scene, actually. Hmm. When she climbs out of the trenches to fight, 
It's my favorite because all of a sudden, you know, she's been told they're walking. She wants to help the horse. That's not how you help, you know, that's not how you get the horse to move. And they're like, no, no, move on. Just, it's not your problem. She sees a child, you know, it's not your problem. She keeps being told that she has to keep going and, you know, you're here for one thing. And in her mind, she's like, yes, I'm here to feed Aries. At that point, they're in the trenches and she asks them, like, how are we going to get over there? They tell her they can't. It's been years. You know, people can't get through. That's when she just basically says, screw it. I'm going, I'm going through. She climbs up. She's there for one reason, one reason only. She wants to defeat Ares. She wants to end the war. She wants peace. And she goes through. Now, that being said, while that's my favorite, you know, Wonder Woman, she's coming out of her, her shell moment, like, oh, wow, this is Wonder Woman. Here we go. She's also the only one being shot at, apparently, for the longest time. Everyone's climbing out. Non-immortals. Yeah, right? It's like, oh, she's taking all the fire. Let's go. It's like, well, they're going to fire at you as well. It's just, you know, they're going to fire at her. They're going to see more people. Just shoot all of them, right? Shoot at the blue one. Yeah. You guys are the yeah. biggest misogynists there were. Yeah, they were like, how dare she? Adorable. <laughs> yeah. That or is she like somehow magnetically drawing in the bullets? She's attracting the bullets, right? Machine so, gun. Also, it seemed to be uh, only fired at her. Uh, at her I know at her shield and her arms. Hi, yeah. how about her ankles? Her ankles are right there. Her neck. Come on. But yeah, no, it's true. That's that. that so that's what my, it was my favorite and somewhat least favorite the other one that i would say a close least favorite and because i don't like when i'm watching um i don't know maybe i'm just this just the way i am but when they're all in the town and it starts to get really sappy it's like can we move on can we just get back to this movie like i don't care i really don't care (laughs) yes i'm sorry no i thought that was really genuine that's interesting that's fair i don't know i just kind of like okay let's let's go let's go yes i know we need these human moments blah 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 and Mm. at that point you know those people are dead because they're showing them be happy and be human like they're fucked they're all gonna die yeah. something's gonna happen and as soon as they all go up yeah, yeah. Mm. and they all go start getting that bomb ready i'm like oh they're fucked yeah. so they gas them right you know uh one thing i don't know i'm not a i'm not a chemistry major but uh <laughs> awfully close <laughs> where the bomb went no, no. When when, when the they, wind goes the wrong way, it's back at the castle. Yeah. Well, like, if, no, but like when they when they go up. Yeah. When they go up. Oh, sorry. When when uh, Steve goes up in yeah. the plane and like blows up the plane, the mustard gas is still there. Mm. Is it not going to be dispersed amongst the atmosphere and like into the clouds and fall as mustard rain, mustard gas rain? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I might be completely That's wrong. I thought I that know. he inquired about if it was flammable, though. Yeah. I thought that was one thing. Oh, if it burns away, then it's gone. Oh, okay. All right. I guess. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. There we have it. Maybe it's less dense in the atmosphere and (laughs) Uh it disperses evenly and we don't have a... No, we need a chemist on this show. (laughs) Yeah, we got to wake up Devin, (laughs) fucking biochemistry major. Like, let's get him. Is he asleep? Oh, yeah. He's totally asleep. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be like nuclear rain, you know, when you get yeah. like a radiation rain. It's not like that. No, no, no. Nuclear <laughs> rain. Let's get this. Nuclear rain. <laughs> but no, but that's a good point. It's yeah. something to think about, right? I see the nuclear rains come down now. <laughs> awesome. So, okay. The Toto Classic nuclear rain. <laughs> we spoke a bit. <laughs> we spoke a bit about the potential that the movie had of, you know, where we could. Uh, where we could see it going, where, yeah. you know. so For sequels? Basically, yeah. Sure. But yeah. wait, hang on. Okay. That being said, favorite character, because we could always go from there for a sequel. I mean, mm-hmm. favorite and least favorite. So maybe add to that, favorite character, least favorite character, would you want to see them back or not? 
And you want us to pitch a sequel at the same time, either with or without them? Yeah, tell me how you want to kill your least oh, favorite character. Okay. I mean, there's a lot right there, but... Okay. Uh, honestly, I kind of felt... Uh, I don't know. I liked. I like kind of all the characters, but obviously I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Uh, I liked. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to see more of Etta. I, I know we talked about her earlier. I thought she was. She's been in something else as well uh, that, that I remember seeing her in. But uh, I, I'd like to. Oh, she was in the office, wasn't she? Yeah, there, we, there she. There she is. I, I, I liked her in this movie. I, I wanted to see more of her. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, I guess Samir was was cool too, um, but I, I wanted to see more of Edda. I thought that would have been cool. Um, least favorite character probably Ludendorff, uh, just because it wasn't a great performance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I'd probably say him. Uh, and he didn't say no God even once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please God, <laughs> no God, no God. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I liked all the characters. Uh, I'd I'd like to see. I like I I'd I'd like to see more Doctor Maru. I know it's not going to happen in a, in a sequel, but um, it's kind of unfortunate. I really liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Ludendorff, I guess, would probably be my least favorite. Um, it's like I don't know. There's a few scenes that rubbed me the wrong way. The scene where she's like running through, she's like walking through the thing with the the, the sword on her back. Oh God! Yeah, he like, does, he, like doesn't notice it. I'm like, how does no one see? There's a sword no. sticking out of her back. No, mm-hmm. no one notices. Yeah, just... well, because she's just a woman. Why would a woman have? Weaponry? I'm sorry, but I'm gonna go against that. And let me just say, <laughs> there's a gorgeous uh, okay. woman walking through a yeah, room. She looks at her, stunning. You're looking at her neckline. You're looking yeah. at her. Yeah. She's gonna walk past oh, you. You're gonna look at her butt. Look oh, at that look, booty. There's oh, there's a sword. There's a sword. Yeah. <laughs> but look at that butt. Yeah, it's obviously distracting enough. Can I just, I know that this is going to go against a lot of people's, uh, you know. um, I'm excited for this. I don't, (laughs) I don't find Gal Gadot like drop dead gorgeous, like she's a beautiful woman. But for example, like I can remember the scene in uh, Fast and the Furious part, whatever, where um, it's slow motion is a shot on her butt for so long (laughs) in, uh, because it's the one where um, uh, she first joins the crew and then there's like a thing between her and the the Asian cat that gets killed by Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the post credit sequence sure. of another film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh and like it it's it's like slow motion with like hip hop for so long on her butt. And she was standing next to a bunch of other women, scantily clad, and mm-hmm. to be honest, Maybe it's just the way it was shot. Maybe the way it was directed. But I'm just like, yeah, she, you know, she's an attractive woman. Like I could see yeah. she's an attractive woman, but like I didn't need 15 minutes of her butt. So yeah. if like it's not that, say for example, if she walked into a room, I wouldn't be like, mm, you know, beautiful girl, whatever. But for whatever reason, it's just my personal taste. Like it was fairly easy for me to get away from sexualizing. And always has been like even Fast huh. and Furious. Like I didn't really care. It was like okay, she drives a yeah. fast car and is fucking ripping it up, perfect. Because it, it didn't like I'm not attracted to that style, like that look. Like she, yeah, I, I don't that, know. I mean, that's that's you. That's, I guess no, that's yeah, me. That's, yeah, that's, you know, that's a personal taste. So thing, I'm just guess, saying, right? maybe not everyone. Is right. try, like I'm looking at her. I'm like, well, yeah. yeah, she looks good. You know, whatever. But like, you yeah. know, maybe I'm into Doctor Poison. <laughs> 
Yeah, she's way hotter. Yeah, I don't know. If she's way hotter. I, I, but I mean, I, I could I could appreciate both of them. But she's know. more unique looking, whereas I found her kind of generic looking, I, which was I would, perfect for the role. I, yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's maybe more of an every woman. I, I don't yeah. know. I, I I think she's gorgeous, but I mean, I do too. I, I, I'm I not trying, but, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but there's millions. I, I'm of not her. thinking, and millions. it's the same conversation that we had about Daisy Ridley, where like I can tell that Daisy Ridley is is a is a beautiful girl. Like, right. Don't get me wrong; it's no different than like I can tell that I you know George Clooney is a handsome man or right. something like that. Like I can I understand this. Yes, but it's just personally of yeah. my taste. I could uh, whether I, could I was see, whether like, I was looking plainness. for boys or girls. Yeah, um, I would. I wouldn't be like, you know, like right. I. I wouldn't be obsessed with Gal Gadot. Right. I. You right. know. On the other hand, say for example, like I really, like you said, like in real life, you know, without the face mask and yeah. whatnot. Elena, Anya, yeah, Anaya, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Um, beautiful, sure. beautiful, yeah, and same absolutely. with uh, Robin, Robin Wright. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know, yeah. Don't, yeah, fair. <laughs> please don't, please don't like, divorce about, me before we do Let's let's talk me. about how hot uh, what's his name David uh, Thulis was. Let's talk about him if we're going to talk oh, yeah. about the looks of people in the movie. Sure. Yeah, totally. Damn yeah. handsome man. Good looking he is. guy. Yeah. I, lo- I, like like the I, like I like the way he's, I like the way he's like skipped right over Chris yeah. Pine. Well, <laughs> Chris Pine's another one that I've always had problem, problems with. Is like because I, I said you, off air, you want something a little like something that makes a person stand out and look a little different rather than look like. Yeah, he yeah. looks a little all American from right. From, and he's sure. also got the pepperoni nipples going. Oh god! Oh yeah. So huh. so like you know again for me if I was into boys I don't think I would be landing on Chris Pine. Like what's right. that movie? What's the spy movie with Chris Pine and uh, Tom Hardy? Uh, uh, where you know uh, I don't know the whatever. Man from, with, and they're both was, fighting over Reese. Man no, from, no, 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 no. Uh, they're both fighting over Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I would have totally. Oh yes. Oh, what was that? Oh yeah. Oh. That's and so annoying. I know What's the one called? you mean. And I would totally go with Tom Hardy. I want to say oh, I like Spy Tom Hardy versus Spy, yeah. but no, what was that movie called? He's just, yeah. he's more of a, a look that if I was inclined to partake in, in, in the, you know, uh, a man type person. <laughs> is it this, a man song, type is person. Is it This Means War? Maybe, yeah, yeah. This yes. Means War, it's called, yeah. I haven't. I watched that a, a few years ago, and I mean, it was a bad movie, but that's fine. Hello? Yeah, yeah. I'm here right now. Oh, perfect. All right, I'm coming down. We'll be back after the short break. It's time for pizza. It's time for what, pizza. What were we talking about? We were talking. Uh, uh, looks. You were still on your favorite character. Oh yeah. Just keep talking. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, favorite characters. Paula, you were still on it. Oh, is this so? Oh, are we still? Oh, okay. Cool. Um, one thing I want to touch on. I mean, we were, we kind of got into the whole, and that's a horrible segue. Um, <laughs> we were talking about how. I, well, I find Gal Gadot, she's beautiful, but kind of generic looking. And I think right. that's really important for a role like Wonder Woman, where just like any superhero movie, you want people to identify with the superhero. Right. right? You don't want her looks to distract from what's happening. Exactly. Yeah. You want her to be kind of a role model, right? Right. Um, one thing I read, and I can't believe I didn't hear about this before, because usually I'm all over this stuff. Uh, last year in October... Uh, she was chosen as an honorary ambassador for the empowerment uh, of women and girls. Gal Gadot yeah. was or well, Wonder no, Woman Wonder was? Woman, but okay, Gal yeah, Gadot was there earlier, at, yeah. at the UN, right? Mm-hmm. People were outraged about this because apparently she was too sexy of a character. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't find her 
to be a sexy character. I right. see a woman, super, a female superhero who right. is dressed to fight, you know, in the Amazonian Amazon garb. Yeah. And yeah, she's going to look good because she's naked just like a man would if they were really ripped and half well, naked. Well, and I mean, if you're going to put somebody to, if you're going to choose somebody to, you know, represent uh, humanity and like save the world essentially, yeah. you're going to choose somebody who's, well, it's surprising in shape. Mm-hmm. That helps. Absolutely. You know, I mean, and, you know, wearing something that allows freedom of movement. Exactly. But think know. like UN, yeah. using her as an example to empower women and young girls, uh, a character whose main goal is uh, peace and love. And, you know, she wants to fight for the good of, of everyone. Right. Right. 45,000 signatures were collected against it and it was removed. Like, like who is who? Who, like who is sexualizing her? Is it yeah. the movie or is it the people who are shoehorning the sexualization exactly. in? Exactly. Like, like I'm sorry if you're signing that petition, you're the problem. Yeah. She's not the problem. The, like, the, in you're fact, the one who's who's decided that this person is sexualized. Yeah. There's a lot more to her than just the way she looks or her, her exactly. outfit. It's the fact that she's saving the goddamn world. And that's exactly and why you're, she should be. you're more going to focus on how she's dressed. It's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely silly. ridiculous. It's silly. But hey, you know what? No one's saying that about the male superheroes. But yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, no, it's not like uh, Superman is ripped and wears tight spandex. No, not at how all. How dare no. they? How dare Batman, they show Batman, his body? Even his, even his armor is molded to his abs. Mm. Yep. But no, I mean... God, I'm getting hungry now. I don't know what's going on here. It's a real topic of discussion with the male superheroes, just all about the cod piece. Yeah. 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 We got to go back to like Judge Dredd style metal dick plate. Yeah. (laughs) Dick plate. Which way? uh, Yeah. I usually lean a little to the left. Okay. Well, uh, take that into consideration while uh, designing your outfit. But seriously, the people (laughs) complaining that she's too too sexualized a figure to represent, you know, female empowerment, like... you don't hear, I mean, come on. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there and I watch a male superhero movie and all I can think about is what I can see through that tech. Like, come yeah, on. Like, like, what the hell is wrong I with people? I didn't think that watching this movie. I wasn't like, oh my God, she's yeah. so hot. Look at her ass. I was like, no. oh, look at her go fucking deflecting machine gun fire off her, um, you know, ar- ar- mm-hmm. arm plates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and shield. Yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, though, Joel Schumacher... Mm-hmm. Big time fan of oh my god he's so hot look at his ass with both of his Batman flicks mm. you know I got lots of latex male bum in that you know no question about it so yeah yeah right. fair enough yeah you hear that little you know I'll I'll throw out I'll throw a little little whistle Val Kilmer's way <laughs> why not Chase Meridian seemed to like it it's a nice it's a nice butt yeah what can I say as someone who squats and deadlifts, yeah. I will uh, say that's uh, what I'd like to get to. I think the solution is just sexualize everyone equally, and we're great. I thought that was what was already happening. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> people choose to sexualize people. It's not, it's not inherently sexualized, necessarily. Just don't touch them. Yeah. Just don't touch them. And it's the same thing that I hear with a lot of people going, oh, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, like, objectifying women. Like, these are women who've chosen to do this. Thank you. They volunteered to do it. Like, I, I'm against... They're paid well. Yeah. Yep. I'm against objectifying people against their will, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need to virtue signal and tell you this. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I also... aren't doing it for free. Yeah. Exactly. I also don't need to be like, oh, I'm going to rescue you. 
bitch, I make more money than you. I, yep. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what they're saying. Yeah. That's what they're saying no, to you. Like, what are you doing? Worse. Why are you doing? I make $130,000 a year shaking my ass yep. four hours a night. If yeah. you're complaining and- <laughs> that those women are being sexualized unfairly, now you're victimizing them unfairly, which yes. is even worse. Yeah. Like, like don't what are you victimizing? You, you're taking away their agency yep. to, to say, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I've chosen to do this. How dare you? Like, how dare you say that? Gal Gadot, like, uh, or Gadot, Gadot, yeah, Gadot, I think, Gadot, okay. Um, well, she says Gadot, but yeah, yeah. okay, fair let's, enough. Let's take away her agency and just say her name. I really like. <laughs> Who cares? Such a misogynist, Brandon. Talk about her lips. How dare you? Yeah, I know. I didn't like the movie because personally, I don't find one, uh, the woman who's playing Wonder Woman aesthetically that pleasing. Yeah. Yeah, no, her, her breasts could have been bigger. I don't oh, know. Oh, dude, do you remember this conversation during the BVS panel? <laughs> oh, man. Because Danny brought it up. I didn't even read those articles. Yeah. I don't know what I was yeah. doing that week, just sleeping or something. Yeah. But Danny's like, have you heard these articles about yep. Wonder Woman's breast size? And it's Terrible. Like, Are you fucking kidding me, dude. Jesus, really? Yeah. yeah wow. Like, well, that whole thing happened thighs. with Laura Croft too. I'm sure. To an oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. It, uh, well, you know, like I got, I got no time for this shit. It's, I really it's no wish different I could... than the scantily clad outfits. Like they're both like even yeah. male outfits are tight. Yeah, and then like it's it's just done differently on mm-hmm. screen. Like yeah, we're you're going to have kind of an equal sexualization because there's a lot of characters mm-hmm. that just have bare chests and like sure. burly arms and Thor. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I look at stuff like that and I think if that's what your opinion is and that's what you're focusing on, like, I I don't care. Just I let it roll no. off me because yeah. you're an idiot. Thor's a perfect right. example. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a, you know, uh, obviously, like, we got uh, Dunkirk coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenneth Branagh's in the cast. Yeah. Thor, uh, he directed first Thor movie. Mm-hmm. And in that film, uh, he, uh, there's a scene where, where, Chris Hemsworth is very much uh, sexually objectified, sure. mm-hmm. but it plays as a really, really good joke, and it's the same in this film. How well, Steve Trevor, where he's in the in the bath, nuked. Apparently, is how I say that now. Nuked, nuked, nude and naked, naked. One word. Yeah, he's nude, and and he's standing there, you know, in the whole above average thing, and all this stuff. He's more sexualized than she is at any point in this movie. Yeah, and and. Yeah, that's fine. And no one's like no one's complaining, and rightly so because who cares? Mm-hmm. It plays as it a plays joke. It plays as a joke. It plays it's, perfectly. Yeah, it's fine. Same with with everyone saying she, you know the beautiful thing, yeah, and lovely, and yeah. and like you know being sweet to her because of that, and then also you know being coy because of that, and these sorts of things. It's right. like. <sighs> It would be silly to dismiss the fact that she is beautiful as not being a tool that she could utilize. Sure, it's. I, I'm sorry, but well, and it's she exactly what you're where... talking about, Paula. Where it's it's like if if you've got it and you can utilize it. In this case, she utilizes her own aesthetic mm-hmm. yep. to help forward justice. Imagine yes. that. Yeah. Like okay, perfect. That yeah. sounds great yeah. to me. Yeah. You know? What's really strange to me is this conversation or these conversations w- wouldn't be coming up with uh, like a male-centered film. No. If it was a male suit, we're not going to talk about Which it. Hasn't. You know? Thor was a perfect yeah, example. Exactly. Yeah. That's no that one's weird complaining phenomenon. about that. We're still, we're still there, but you yeah. know what? That'll go away. Mm-hmm. Well. Eventually. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, guys. Do, do we do characters or no? 
Well, you guys did characters. I, I don't think I you did didn't do your character. No, you did I, I did mine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did mine. I said Etta, and uh, yeah. then Lee's favorite was Ludendorff. But okay. um, hey, Brandon, Brandon, who's who's your favorite and least favorite? Okay, cool. All right, definitely, definitely uh, Robin Wright's character throughout the first act. Nice, Most badass, yeah. badass character. Yeah, Hippolyta. Yeah, no, no, that's no, that's her mom. Antiope. 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 Uh. You're talking. You're talking about uh, Hippolyta's. Uh, the mama. His, his, oh yeah, sorry. The queen. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Mom's Antiope. Yeah. Mam, her mammy. Yep. Um, yeah, big big time fan cool. of uh, of the performance there. I really, it's, you know, kudos to Kai Nielsen too. Is mm-hmm. fucking cool as shit. Like yeah. she's amazing and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Robin Wright just killed. The, like she was right. just magnetic that first yeah, act. She was excellent. Whew. Like and just, like the defiance that she shows oh, to her sister, you know, mm-hmm. it's really awesome. Yeah. yeah, and 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 like forwarding her own agenda, being respectful uh, about her, her sister's wishes, but at the same time being, you know, uh, she needs to know who she is eventually. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And pushing at her and this yeah. sort of thing, and and her really being a big part of the mechanism. Her death playing a large part of the mechanism that really got uh, Diana to to push it. You yes. know. Because it it was a situation where, you know, she keeps saying it's time, mm-hmm. God killer, mm-hmm. et cetera, you know. Aren't those her last words? Like, yeah. go? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so I, I absolutely, you know, felt I was fucking pissed, to be honest. There's no better way to phrase it. Like, when she died, I'm like, oh, man, is the rest of this movie going to suck? Which it didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But at the time, yeah. I was like, oh, Fuck man, like because yeah. Robin Wright is carrying this movie. Yeah, like I don't yeah. give a shit about Chris Pine who just showed up. <laughs> and I, you know, to be honest, I'm just meeting adult Diana at this point. Yeah. So exactly. the only emotions that I have towards the character is is residual from BVS, mm-hmm. where I thought she's the best yeah. part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's that. That probably be my favorite there. In terms of least favorite, I gotta concur with you uh i didn't like what they did with the ludendorff character because we talked off air about the fact that he actually in real life was uh pro the armistice right so Correct. it's a it's an interesting choice on behalf of the writers where they 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 went with a character and and kind of flipped they they took a character from real life and 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 then made it a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's irresponsible. I can't really say one way or another. I haven't had enough time to really think about it, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. But mm-hmm. um, and also, I just like there's not too many movies that I don't at least enjoy Danny Houston's performance in. Like there's some movies that he's totally, you know, he, the scenery is like filling his fucking whole body up, down his throat, up his neck. Like he's, yeah, he's yeah. larger than life. But right. at the same time, it's just. Do you think he was just un- underutilized, or is, is do you think it's because the character was there's poorly, nothing there for or, him to yeah. do? He th- right. It, it seems as though, and don't get me wrong, they did a great job with the heroes in this flick. Mm-hmm. Uh, both, you know, the the Amazons, the you know, the British, and 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 so forth, and then obviously Wonder Woman, yeah, herself, and Steve Trevor, yeah, yeah, but um, they. They still, you know, a lot of comic book movies just aren't getting this whole villain thing. Like, mm. if you, mm. it, I'm having trouble being like that was a great villain. About yeah, anything, right? Any film that's come out, and some of them I like. Admittedly, some sure. of them I like the villain, but yeah. even like pre, like 2008 was like the last year that I really fucking loved the villain. What was that? In something 
Spider-Man? Uh, no, Dark Knight. Oh, I was gonna say fair Dark enough, Knight. yeah. Like, Bane, cause, yeah. And remember that like Obadiah Stane was Iron Man that year. You know, It was the villain in Iron Man that mm-hmm. year. And it's like, I love the shit out of Jeff Bridges. Right. But if I, I really have to think about it, like I like the third act of that film, but mm-hmm. I just have to really, really think about it to be like, oh yeah, okay, third act of the film is, is sure. this. Yeah. Is the Iron Monger, you know? And, and, and so, and I, I don't know if I've really liked a villain quite that much mm-hmm. since maybe mm-hmm. i'm wrong like jack nicholson's joker stands out and so sure, yeah. like a, obviously yeah. like the tim burton series is interesting because it's more about the villains like yeah the penguin stands sure. out catwoman stands yeah. out yeah michelle um, pfeiffer yeah exactly yeah she's brilliant she's great performance yeah. and even christopher walken in that film oh was yeah fucking great you yeah know? fantastic and return so like i i feel like we're getting closer. What say, for example, like I, I thought that Ares would have been really cool if it was just this this constant lingering, like right. a nagging voice. Right. Um, I, I, qu- I liked what it, what was done with him uh, up to that point. Was Dark Knight Harvey De- Two Face or I was going to Dark Knight Rises was Bane. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Pleasure's Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't like Bane or Tom Hardy as Bane in uh, Dark Knight Rises. I th- well, okay. I'm not a big fan of the Bane character. Okay. He looks like a fuck... Well, he's a fucking luchador, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to get into it. Yeah. Um, and and the fact that he kind of... In his comic book origins, he kind of can look like us, where he's just like a normal sure. street-sized dude, or he can blow up to be like a fucking yeah. professional wrestler-sized yeah. guy, or, you know. Um, so the character doesn't appeal to me to begin with. Sure. And, and, and like... Tom Hardy does a fine job with it, right? But the the Talia Al Ghul twist, along with m- melding her with mm. with uh, Miranda Tate, which is kind of shit because I'm a huge Batman fan, right? Uh, so I like the lore of both of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but so for me, uh, the Bane character in the third act is immediately. Um, you know everything that he's done up to that point. Whether you it's think it's logical negated, or yeah. illogical, is it, yeah, is negated when you find yeah. out he's just a lovesick puppy. Right, right. Okay, yeah, I, I, I can see that now. You know, <laughs> that's good. So yeah, Fair. I, yeah. I, I think we're still waiting for that grand multi-film villain. I think Hugo Weaving got decently close with Red Skull, hmm. but he still's not there. You know, and that obviously that character doesn't come back. So obviously, you know, Marvel doesn't feel like it's you know right. worth it. Sure. Uh, which is fine because, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen a really great comic book villain in a long time. Well, let's see how Spider-Man Homecoming does. With Michael Keaton? Uh, yeah. Fingers crossed. That. Yeah. Is Shocker in that too? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I haven't... Uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to stay away from I've it. I've kind of stopped watching trailers. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like uh, being surprised. Paula, your favorite characters? <laughs> I really don't have anything to add to that. I mean, mm. I... <laughs> It's men typical, just taking yeah. over the entire conversation. God, I, I don't really have. I just want the show favorite. to end. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just want I, pizza. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, well, we can take a break. You're we can take a break. Let's, like, let's go to break. That's what I was going to do. Cool. Okay, let's um, do this. But if you're going to ask me now, you yes. can smell the pizza, and I will answer. Set over these wings. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Okay, so I don't really have a least favorite, but I have. Somewhat two favorites. So I loved uh, Doctor uh, Maru. What's her mm-hmm. name? Over yeah. I, I like I mentioned earlier. I want to see more of her. I thought her character was really interesting, and there's a lot behind that character. Very interesting, and I really liked Robin Wright's character. Yeah, I thought she was a badass. So 
you know, it's, it's just I want to see more of them. Mm-hmm. It, there were characters that I wanted to see more of. Yeah, for sure. Same nose as you. For sure. I'm going to cut that out. Oh, really? Interesting. Similar bridge, bridge and... <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, she's... Uh, Here, yeah, how about she, this? She's quite attractive. Uh, <laughs> 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 now I know it was the left side. It was the left side. Yeah, uh, it's the left side, yeah. and we're getting some rope. Oh. <laughs> Lasso a turn. Because yes. I don't have any already. Okay, show's over. <laughs> this is it. Okay. Do we'll go home. We'll do, we'll do uh, closing done. statements yeah. Oh, yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... Let's eat some food. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's, have, a, let's have a break. Yes. And, uh, Who are your favorites? Sorry, I, I, you know, Dr. Maru. Did I know. throw you off with? Yeah, the, yeah. With the, you started flirting with me, and now I'm like, oh, that was not me. That was not me. I was flirting, Brandon. Oh, I think we're all hungry. Think we're all hungry. You guys are flirting with each other. Yes, um, Dr. Maru, and who's the second? Um, Antiope. 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 I wanted to see more of her. I thought, but I thought it was just the right amount because you really felt it when she died, mm-hmm. right? Her yeah. her concern that whole film was uh, Diana. She wanted to protect her. She had a huge loyalty to her. She went behind her sister's back to mm-hmm. train her to make sure she's strong and ready. Interests, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then she gives her life for her. Like it's all about her, right? So I I thought that was great. Yeah, really good character mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it'd be nice to see some prequels with her. That I'm not gonna lie. Sweet. Nah. Oh, there can't be because she never got off the island. What is it going to be? Just Diana chilling out? I'd Diana watch it. Tra- or maybe yeah. even just like before <laughs> like Diana's around. Yeah, yeah. shorts. Yeah. Be cool. Yeah, be fun. I'd love to That'd see a show. Cool. Like a to be honest with you, the way that animated. like <laughs> no, not animated. No. I'd love to see an actual show. Yeah. Look at some of the the shows that we have now. Sure. Just mm-hmm. the production yeah. value. They could make something amazing. Mm. Just everyday yeah. life. Yeah, sure. Mm. I want to see more of that island. Yeah, yeah beautiful. That's so cool. That moment when Connie Nielsen gives that little, you've been the, what is the line? You've been the love of my, or until today, you've been the love of my life. Yes. And now you're, now the, you're the biggest sorrow. You're the, yeah. you've been yeah. the biggest love of my life. And now you're the biggest sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah that was uh, heartfelt. That's like, that's like yeah. some next level. Like, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Like, Thanks, mom. I'm not, not going to yell at you. <laughs> Mom's with the guilt. Man. I know like, with yeah. the fucking Jesus guilt tripping. I know this is what your destiny is, and I've always known. But I'm disappointed. <laughs> okay, thanks, thanks, mom. I'm built for this, you know. <laughs> this is what I'm here for. I am the god killer, Terrence. <laughs> Fuck. It's not the fucking sword. It's me. It's in me. You knew this all along. God yeah, later it. on in the film, when she realizes she's the god color, I yeah. wonder if she's like, my mom's an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, she's trying to protect her, but yeah, really, but it's still, like, I have to go. She's the god killer. I must like, go now. My people need me. She's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we should break. I'm going to dive. We don't need some of this pizza. It's oh, so freaking good. Now. All right. Okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, our ideas for a sequel. Cool. So into it. Yep. All right. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, or wherever you're listening to podcasts. That'd be great. We'd really appreciate it. Okay, here we go. All right. Okay. And, and we're, we're back. back. Things. <laughs> Perfect. Speaking of sequels. What, what Paula meant is that we're back. And there's going to be more show. No. Can you explain so for all the men listening? Yeah. I so took notes so that you guys can re-record everything I said. Okay. Just so you can Just translate it. We basically want know. to hear what we think said back to us in a manly voice. Exactly. So I'll do my nails while I while you guys do that. <laughs>
Did you get one of those uh, bags, dish dish, yeah. dish uh, sponges? Yeah, Did you dish go to sponge and diet pills. Yeah, I'm going to go research Apron. diet pills. Yeah. yeah. I, I should start baking a cake. We're definitely going to get I emails. I know. It's great. It's awesome. Thank you. Well, I, you know, I'm participating, so it's fine. <clears throat> Perfect. So... Okay, we've gone over a few things like favorite characters, favorite scenes. We've all, you know, explained uh, how we would have liked to see things extended. How about a sequel? How do we want to see a sequel? Just have a Doctor Maru sequel. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. I want to see Ada's day to day. Just so. So, what's the premise there? With with the with, so is is the thing that uh, she's she's looking for revenge against. Uh, Diana for essentially thwarting her plans in the First World War, and so she's, you know, riling I'd like, I'd up like the to see it again. done in a way that's like pre this movie and then post this movie as well. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see what made her the way she was. Mm-hmm. Like, what led to her like relentless um, need for perfection at all times. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. That'd be cool. And then I don't know how you do it, but. Yeah, after that happens, it's like, how does she get her revenge? That sounds more like a spinoff than a sequel. Yeah, it's like Frasier. It's exactly like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wonder Woman is like Cheers. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. I respect that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's my uh, half-baked idea. What do you guys think? What do you guys want? (laughs) I like it. I like Brandon's idea as well about the um, her as a spy. Go on, Brandon. That's right. Let's ruin his. Let's talk about his idea. We can workshop it. Um, basically, my thought process is okay. So, um, in that era, one thing that is kind of nice that came out of the fashion, uh, like owning a fashion store or whatever era of the mag uh, of the magazine of the comic, uh, was the idea that um, Diana did not have her powers. So she lo- she loses her powers for whatever reason. She she makes the choice to stay away from Themyscira, and she loses her powers as a result of it. Okay, so um, and in that she does uh, kind of you're going to have a fucking training montage with some master or something to kind of again kind of bring her skills to a new level because obviously her fighting skills are very kind of sword based and this sort of thing and and um. I don't know, Allah, the you know Roman army or something like that. What does what does the Arabic god have to do with this? Yeah, Allah. Um, well, they speak like yes. mo- a million languages. Yeah, fair enough. So I'm sure they speak Arabic. Yeah. In any case, no. But I'm just saying uh, in the style of yes. yes. So <laughs> yeah, in the exa- in the fashion. Yes. Allah mode. Allah mode. Yes. Um, I I would like to see her essentially lose her powers, become you know human. Um, from her decision to stay away from Themyscira, um, she then, because of her relationship with with Britain at this point, she she becomes a British spy, in the way that uh, that um, uh, Steve Trevor was. You know, maybe she can have something to do with the founding of Argus because you don't have Steve Trevor anymore. So if she had something to do with the founding of Argus, it would make sense why she has so much knowledge about Argus. Right. Mm. And also it would bring you through to how her character acts in BVS. So like in modern era, mm-hmm. how she's very different. She's almost, um, I don't know, like she's she's like a thief. Right. You know, it's a different, she's like a jewel thief or something like that, the way that she acts, right? 
So do a film where she is is a spy, you know, a British spy, and she's dealing with human a human battle. She's not dealing with supernatural or God or anything like that because you're going to be dealing with that shit for quite a while with the whole like, um, immortals. And well, like... well, you're, you're going to be dealing with dark side for the next two fucking mm-hmm. JLA movies. Yep. And you got uh, Steppenwolf in this one. So, you know, you're dealing with, with, you know, supernatural, like flying carpet ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Magic yeah. carpet, right? Yeah. I like it. Um, you, you've got, like, flying fucking monkey-looking things and all this stuff, right? Like, in the flashback from BBS. Like, sure. You pretty much assume. And, like, you know, a, a, an intergalactic war of sorts, you know? So you're already dealing with that kind of shit on that front. It would be nice to have a refreshing just kind of story. Like what we talked about in the first mm-hmm. segment with Captain America Civil War being kind of just an espionage film in a lot of ways. Yes. You can still wrap it around these uh, kind of characters. And then, of course, I would like to see some situation come about where she has to return. So she something goes wrong. She loses to a nemesis. Now, she's got some decent villains that we could pick from. I don't know. I, You know, I I wouldn't mind the idea of Cheetah if anyone's a, a fan of that, you know. Uh, but it's such a shitty thing to say. I don't know. In, in any case, uh, she's a Cheetah. She's yeah. a fucking girl Cheetah. I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> Um, it's cool. I don't know. That's yeah. that's an awesome idea. Yeah, it's something else that's not sexualized, but it's another strong female character that you sure. can bring into yeah. it. Um, if it's going to be a, a series that is emblematic in that fashion, and she should lose in a battle of some sort to, or 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 fall apart in some way, not be able, you know, and have to go back to Themyscira. Yeah, see Connie Nielsen and her family, and you know the Amazons, and find her way back. But to be honest, I, I think that. <clears throat> I I want to see Themyscira again in the upcoming JLA film. I think that that should be another return for her that they haven't seen her in a while, and mm-hmm. and the the fight is coming to Themyscira. So uh, you know, I think that doing it in the next film might be a little redundant. But in any case, she should re she should kind of like re up on her powers for the third right. act, and then it's right. just like you know, yeah. Now you, she's you, no longer just a spy. You she's... Fucked with the wrong princess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she goes through this this film as a mortal. Um, training and this sort of thing. And also that could be a reason why she, you know, if the film doesn't take place until, you know, let's say she doesn't get her sequel until 2021. You don't know. You know it's not going to be that far off. Right. Because Warner Brothers is going to change their plans. But hypothetically, if you were going to do a sequel for quite a number of years, you could, um, you know, you could develop that story where, where she's she's developing this character that's now a little bit older, a little bit wiser, and is immortal because she stayed away from right from there. Um, yeah. And then, and then the kind of super supernatural element only comes back in in that third act after she mm-hmm. um, has another lesson. Because I think that it's something else that's going to be really important about Wonder Woman films is the lesson the the theme of the story and and the purpose of of that story yeah. being told is going to be uh important you know right. throughout right. the series as, as it was in this one well like you talked about guardians of the galaxy off air and it's funny to t- you know uh listen to um uh james gunn talk about how like the first movie's about mothers and the second movie's about fathers and right. stuff like that and it's, yeah. it, it's it's the same thing with this where you can talk about uh say for example um the first 
movie is about romantic love if you wanted to go there or um you know recognizing imperfection or Mm -hmm. whatever you want to go in the second movie say for example is about um recognizes your own imperfection or familial love or there's so many different things unconditional sort of yeah anything you know right you could go in a lot of different ways but i think thematically it has to revolve around that sure something with her with the spy would be solid i like it i enjoyed that yeah probably better than my idea (laughs) Well, I, I don't I mind your idea. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I like your idea. Yeah. See, you know, if I was going to do that, yeah, I would. Um, she wouldn't be a bad villain for what I have in mind. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Sure. Yeah. W- the story picks up with Diana, you know, um, trying to. So Etta's doing her experiments still. Sure. Still trying to, you know, yeah. create this perfect chemical concoction right. whatever and the obsession continues and so forth and she's seeking her revenge to, against the woman who killed you know uh the uh, i guess the only person that really showed really. a lot of belief in her yeah. and ludendorff yeah and and so you have you have diana um decide to stay here and and um continue uh living as a mortal essentially right and then the great thing about that is that now she can have an assistant uh in etta or sure. yeah in yeah. in the lucy davis character right mm-hmm. and and then you've got um you know dr poison off doing her thing prepping for uh you know dr moreau prepping for you know uh, the next you know right. german glory right. kind of yeah. thing and uh and and then they they meet up and and their paths meet up for example right. cool would be interesting yeah. um yeah that could be could be a good one especially if in the first act diana is just mortal mm-hmm. you know rather than and and then her you know, regaining yeah. regaining her her superpower is what what you know essentially sure. gives the her the ability to, yeah. to overcome sure. a hardship and then it teaches you a lesson about vulnerability and mm-hmm. you know these sorts of things yeah yeah well, as long as it's not like a cheap trick to get her to be an immortal again, you yeah. know, essentially. Yeah. It could be cool. I like it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's just that you got to find a way to continue having strife because now you've already yes. had the emotional strife of yeah. her not f- being able to find a side to be on, not right. being able to find conclusions. So that emotional strife has already been tapped into so if yes. you go back to that well over and over and over again yeah you know eventually the audience is just gonna like, yeah. you know like you yeah. can't do anything mm-hmm. whereas right. if you if you now go to say for example a literal physical strife yes you know mate yeah. hey forget about uh she loses her power because she doesn't want to come to themiscara or doesn't want to go back to themiscara what if um dr poison works on a concoction to make her mortal even temporarily the same way that bruce wayne always has done with superman right you know what i mean right yeah so there's different ways you could go Hmm. about bringing back both those two characters that's not our that's not our that's not our job (laughs) we just fantasize yep in private i hope i hope patty jenkins is listening yeah please (laughs) yeah has she been confirmed to come back for the second one i think she has Yeah. For our second podcast, yes, they come back in. Yeah, um, she's been sitting here the whole time. Hi, has Patty. she been? Uh, uh, do you know if she's in? I think she's yet? been re-upped. That's to do, cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. I'd enjoy that. Well, I know there's sequels in the in the works, but I'd love to see a series. I think that an actual, yeah. yeah, I think that 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 would be a way to 
dive a little deeper into sure. all the characters, maybe see a little bit more of Thymascara, mm-hmm. the everyday life, their issues there. I mean, there is so sure. much there that you can work with. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, you know, the, the Xena fans are still hungry. So <laughs> it's out there. We need something like that with yeah. the Amazons, right? Sure. That'd be cool. It'd be cool if, again, a subplot of that show was at a back in England, like just yeah. doing work for the, uh, you know, essentially kind of manipulating and working inside the British government. Yeah, post uh, Sir Patrick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It could be everything at once. Yeah, sure. Give it a huge budget. Real, Give it a G.O.T. budget. Four and a half hours. This is this uh, is the Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Agents exactly. of S.H.I.E.L.D. For, for D.C. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be four and a half hours. And uh, we're going to include every half-baked idea we've had here. Yeah. Perfect. I awesome. would watch Perfect. it and I would binge watch it. <laughs> binge watch the four and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's not that 12 much. Episodes, no, Twelve four episodes, four and a half hours each. <laughs> yes, each. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It comes to uh, sixty hours. It's yeah. good. Perfect. We can do that. Yeah, it's perfect. Awesome. Cool. Any final thoughts? Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, I really enjoyed this movie. I'll, I'll say it again. Um. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking forward to what they, uh, you know, the direction they just have to go in. It's mm-hmm. going to be interesting. I think either way. It was nice not to have a post-credit sequence. To stay around to you know, yeah. get the next little, get, you know, wait for the next one kind of thing. <laughs> it was nice. It didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I was in the oh, movie yeah. just to be like hyped up for another movie. Yes. Yeah. And um, this Bruce Wayne's big time perv. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, I really like Ben Affleck and the character yeah. I do. Yeah. You know, I've, uh, you know, hmm. I like him. I like him. So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was pleased. I was really pleased with it overall. Mm-hmm. I, I love, like I told, I said off the jump, the, you know, the, the, that fucking, that theme for her is, is absolutely brilliant by far the best out of, out of the three that they've kind of uncovered so far right? in terms of the theme music, mm-hmm. um, for, for the, their, their trifecta of, of Batman, big, super, big yeah. heroes. You sure. Know? Yeah. Um, hers is by far the best score, um, well, Earth we themes. were looking yeah. up uh, music for this movie. Yeah. It was uh, Samuel Gregson Williams, who's uh, I think the brother of uh, Harry Gregson Williams, right? Which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And he's worked under like Hans Zimmer and those guys. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Oh, Rupert Gregson Williams. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rupert. <laughs> he's also listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be on the He's in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Patty's composing. waiting for the bathroom. Composing. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Patty Christ. Patty went to get the donuts. Yeah. This, this, this She's going to be this, so pissed when she comes back and sees that we have two-bite brownies here. This podcast brought to you by Country Style. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still around? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't like their donuts very much. So. I, I like their new donuts, man. This, this, this podcast brought to you by Glory Hole Donuts. Yeah. Very Toronto. <laughs> I thought it was brought. Uh, it was sponsored by like Mido? dish sponges or yeah. Midol, Tampax. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Tampax yeah. active for when you're active. <laughs> for the Wonder when, Woman when in you. you. <laughs> oh God! You know it's coming, right? When, when you're when you feel like Diana Prince. Yeah. Now also Tampax active heavy flow. Oh my God! Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get emails for oh, sure. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> right. I'm going to lose my job over this. 
Yeah, jeez. Yep, yep. You're just going to go in one month and pack up your shit. Really, how, Abdullah? How did you <laughs> even hear about this? Flow? It, wasn't, it wasn't even released until Wednesday. Yeah, I know. Brought to you by GE Stoves. I send them. Not, no one bakes a cake like a GE Stove. And now GE Stoves for women, just a little oh shorter. <laughs> oh With new simpler God. display. Oh, my God. <laughs> not even big for her. Yeah, big for her. That's there right. There you go. Nice we don't, we're not trying to tell you what can't to do, but it would, it would help. <laughs> Why oh, can't I thought we were talking about razors. Woman. Sorry. No, they made pens. Big for her. Big also makes razors. Which is yes, they yeah. do. They do. And no, I thought that's what you were referring to. Mm. No, they made pens for women. They're pink and oh, purple okay. with little flowery cool. designs. They're, they're easier to write with. Oh, of course. They're strong enough for a man, but made for a exactly. woman. Yeah, for dainty hands. Yeah, yeah. They're secret pens. Just like the razors. Because, you know, hair is not just hair, apparently. No. Whatever. Different no. It's all it's different. It's obviously a um, representation of who you are as a person. <laughs> wow. That's how I express my femininity. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much. That was awesome. Why are you breathing so heavy? <laughs> this is you washing women? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I of Wonder Woman? Oh, oh, yeah. Wash those dishes. Oh, yeah. I feel so Awesome. Okay, let's. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Is that what you say? You. Yeah, I said thanks so much. It was great. Brendan. Interesting. Oh, do I have to? Do I still have to do the sign off? I thought I was on break today. Well, I thought we were gonna. Do okay. It separately. So what Paula meant was, <laughs> yes. remember, this is just <laughs> I, the beginning you know. of the conversation, and <laughs> we want to continue it on with you. So reach out to us this week on Twitter. Our <laughs> Where are the oven mitts? I need to get a kick out of the oven. Oh fuck. Okay. Do you want me to do your the, laundry? Yeah, please. Okay. Okay, just, yeah, go do the laundry. No, while these I'm doing these are the man-sized oven mitts. Can you get the smaller oh, ones? Oh, no, shit. Damn okay. it. Well, you haven't, can, you, can we get an oven for a oven. woman? <laughs> it's a bun. Yeah, it's a that's bun a in the bun. oven, that's right. Mm. That's all we're good I for. I am ESL, <laughs> you know. I fuck up my idiom sometimes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to leave it. All right. So what Paula meant was, remember, this is just the beginning of the conversation. We want to continue it on with you. And uh, we really do. Uh, this has obviously gone on a little bit longer than we expected. We were expecting for our Wonder Woman talk to be maybe an hour. And uh, clearly we, we went a little rant crazy. It also took us considerably longer to do than a lot of podcast episodes because we had pizza. Like, pizza is the bane of this show. Our Indiana Jones episode took like right. seven hours because of pizza. What does have to do with Tom Hardy's character in uh, Dark Knight Rises? Yes, okay. It's the bane of the show. It's the bane of the show. <laughs> All right, so reach out to us on Twitter this week at Mermel Podcasts. You can reach the show via email at show at moviesroommylife.com. And obviously visit the website, moviesroommylife.com. You can comment on the show notes for this episode. Additionally, please remember to go over to wherever you're listening to podcasts, whether it be iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, um, Player FM, Pocket Cast, whatever. We're everywhere, pretty much. Podcast uh, addict. Yeah, and if we're not where you are uh, listening to podcasts, then... Then let us know and we'll get there for you. And uh, while you're there, if you wouldn't mind leaving a rating and review, we greatly appreciate it. It helps other people find us, helps us find other people who we may or may not be looking for. Because we're this is actually a, a front for a, a CIA operation. <laughs> and uh, even though we're all Canadians, <laughs> we're just playing Canadians on this the is internet. A, this is money laundering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow. So please review us while you're there because it helps uh, us uh, seep into the lives of other strangers and I think that's about it Paula thanks for thanks for running the show today I yeah it was nice to just kind of hang out and sit really? back 
Okay, and let us know which part of uh, Gal Gadot's body you like the best. Is it her lips, her eyes? You know, that's all she's there for. So thanks for <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> and listen to us again. Well, Paula Mentis, thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> uh. Said, well, you made fun of me, but you know what else? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's okay, my okay. entire life. Well, so, you that's how you show you care. Yeah. Well, is that okay? Perfect. <laughs> that's how I show I care about people. I make fun of them. It's fun. <laughs>